Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. This show was previously recorded. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Good afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. If you remember, one year ago, where we got some of the biggest news that we've ever had in the college football world with the leaking and then confirmation and ultimately announcement that Texas and Oklahoma were leaving the Big 12 and were headed to the SEC at a to-be-determined date most likely in the 2025 college football season. And everybody immediately said, oh, no, it'll be sooner than that. And as this thing goes along, it feels like the timetable that was originally set out is going to be the most likely timetable. So not quite one year later, we once again get seismic news in college athletics with the Oh, I thought you were talking today. about the Kevin Durant trade request. What? Hold on. i gotta, I got to go back and read up on some stuff. Yeah, you do. You, you, you do. Uh, there are plenty of, play, uh, plenty of places you can read about Kevin Not Durant's trade Kiffin. request. And hear Lane about Kiffin it. just sent him a request, come to the SIP. Did he really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Always be closing. That's uh, that, that's actually pretty good. But no, you get the, uh, the reporting laugh, and the confirmation of reporting and the confirmation of the confirmation of reporting that USC and UCLA are leaving the Pac-12 to join the Big Ten. Wow. Seismic once again in the landscape of college athletics. And it comes on a day where we talked about this morning on our call, today's the day that we transition to football, right? I mean, we'll continue to have some conversations about the the baseball postseason and Ole Miss winning a national championship and some interviews along those lines. We're going to do that this afternoon in, in just a little bit, actually, with Mike Monaco from ESPN, who was on the call for the Sunday championship game at the College World Series. But largely, we will turn our focus now to the college football season. As college baseball has come to an end, and the countdown is now on to the opening weekend of the college football season, but so much news that is going to carry us from now until then. Brian Haydad has famously coined a term. When we wrap up our call each morning, we go, anything else? And Haydad goes, something will pop up. It always does. And I sent you guys a text 
<laughs> I, I, I sent you guys a text, and Haydad said his response was like clockwork when I said, and because something always yeah. happens. I'm right every now and then. Every great once in a while. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is the home of the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. You can visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. Want to get to your text messages, as we always do throughout the course of the show this afternoon, on the Ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from Ceasefire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in Ceasefire Country. Check availability now at ceasefire.com slash business. Not only will we talk with Mike Monaco from ESPN, we're going to visit with Brian Brown from the next round coming up in the uh, 5 o'clock hour. We'll talk lots of college football things with him. Obviously, the uh, biggest story of the day is this news out of the Pac-12 that the USC Trojans and the UCLA Bruins are going to be leaving their home their longtime home in the Pac-12 and joining the Big Ten, which will now have 16 teams, and uh, that is going to happen in two years. You've got, well, actually, what, one more season, right? I mean, you're going to have this season. Oh, wait, do I have that right? 2024, nope. so it'll be two more years. If two Pac-12. more football seasons, yeah. Yeah, two more football yeah. seasons, and then you will have USC and UCLA in the Pac-12. Before we get into that, thanks one more time to FNB Oxford for hosting us yesterday. We had a great time. There was some fun video content that uh, that came as a result of our broadcast on the balcony <laughs> overlooking North Lamar in the Oxford Square. I need to defend the, uh, myself on route. that, by the way. I need mm-hmm. to defend myself. Because in that moment, yes, I could have provided some protection between you and the people looking for that money photograph that they were after while interrupting a live radio show and television show. I saw mm-hmm. somebody near mention say, Richard, get over it. You're not on TV, buddy. Yes, we are. Uh, sure. whole, whole channel and everything. It's pretty cool. But in my defense, I didn't know if that was somebody important that works at the place that was providing the venue for our show. So I didn't want to be like, hey, no, no, no. You can't go past here, and his response be, well, I own this place, and you have to go. You know what I mean? I didn't want to be that guy, and so I just kind of was hoping that maybe he was going to sneak behind me and take a picture and move. I didn't realize he was going to try to get past you and Haydad, too, and and so it, that's that's my bad. It's on me. That's- but I just needed people to, go to know under what the was table. going through that's my head in that moment was I didn't want to upset somebody that was a very important person at the mm-hmm. place that was supporting us being there. So I just kind of, uh, I, I kind of cowered, and that's on me. It's probably for the best. It's probably for the best. I would have pancaked him. Just been like, get out! Just punch right in the chest. Hands hands inside. That way you never get called for holding. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Phone's ringing. Super talk. What? It's Michael Lewis. What? He says that Michael Borky will not be featured in The Blind Side Part 2. All right, thanks, Michael. <laughs> I, I, I did not. 
<laughs> Author Michael Lewis on the Farm Bureau uh, phone line. He said, bad news, Michael Borky will not be featured in the blind side part two. I didn't test 98% in protective in instincts. I didn't test 98%. I'm sorry. It was more like 54%. Okay. You got to protect our quarterback. He's just standing there. You just let the guy through. Borky just wanted to see me get hit. No, I didn't know what to. <laughs> I got, he could have had a knife. Oh, man. I didn't yeah. know we were doing radio with Gosh. Scott Lashley. Oh, that's harsh. That is harsh. That's mean, but that's mean spirited. Accurate. Yeah. That's the truth, though. All right, so <laughs> three thirty-seven. That's when we're going to really, really jump in and start peeling back the layers on this onion. Because again, we're going to visit with Mike Monaco in just a second. So we've got three minutes until the break. Give me a high-level thought on this news. Your reaction when you first saw it, UCLA, USC, leaving the Pac-12. First reaction. First reaction is you shouldn't be surprised. I mean, look, look, man, we we had Andy Staples on the show to talk about something similar. How, How many times have we referenced over the last few months and weeks, hey, they're going to break away. Hey, they're going to break away. Here's why. They're going to do this. Here's why. And then we had that fun little hypothetical a few weeks ago, right? And what was the root of that? The SEC and the Big Ten are posturing to separate. Why do we know that? Because their television value is so much higher than everybody else's. They're going to keep poaching until there's nobody left to poach, and they're going to dominate college football. And here that day has come. This should not be a surprise to a single person out there if they've been paying attention long enough. Hey, Dad, high-level thought. First reaction. Obviously, surprise was the first thing just from the timing of it, but I don't think that it's done. I think there's going to be more to come. If I'm if I'm the, uh, the Pac-12, I would be concerned about Washington, maybe. Might be concerned about Oregon, maybe doing the same thing. Notre Dame is just kind of sitting there, biding their time. Eventually, they're going to join a conference because they're not going to have any choice. And then the SEC is going to going to pounce as well. And finally, Clemson, Florida State, and Miami, and maybe somebody else will make a trip home. This is different, right? Because the Big Ten footprint is upper Midwest and Northeast. And, and to some degree, mid-Atlantic. Right? So when they added Rutgers, they picked up the state of New York in their footprint, kind of, even though Rutgers is in New Jersey, State University of New Jersey. And when they added Maryland, they picked up that, uh, that D.C., Maryland, Baltimore, Virginia area, the DMV, they call it. So D.C., Maryland, Baltimore, or uh, Virginia. And now they have added California, and really the West Coast because of USC and, and Southern Cal. I was listening to uh, Pac-12 radio a little while ago, and uh, it, I think it was Jeff Schwartz who said, well, the Big Ten is now from sea to shining sea. I mention that because there has always been an emphasis for the SEC 
And even though our footprint is big, there's something to having uh, contiguous states. Is that ever going to change for the SEC? Or are they big enough now that they can still do the contiguous thing and keep it like it is? Mike Monaco will join us next on the Farm Bureau phone line. This show was previously recorded. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice, and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pilium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pilium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now.
with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com, and of course on your Supertalk stations all across the state of Mississippi. Glad to be with you. Let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. First time ever, Mike Bonico joins us from ESPN, play-by-play announcer for the Worldwide Leader, does some work with the ACC Network, and... Uh, occasionally Boston Red Sox games as well, and uh, kind enough to spend a few minutes. Mike, first off, great job on the College World Series. I know it uh, certainly is a big stage, and uh, you got a lot of interested fan bases, and it's a lot of work to get ready for that many teams. Uh, really, really nice work. Thank you, Richard. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, obviously just a, a thrill to be a part of it and uh, to see all the, the fan bases, you know, come together in Omaha. And for me, it was not just my first time calling that event, but first time experiencing it, even as a fan. And I had had so many people tell me just through the years that, like, that is one thing as a sports fan that, that you just have to do. Like, even if your college team is not there, You've got to experience it, and uh, boy, did it live up to it, and then some. On the uh, on the drive home on Monday, I was talking to Kyle Peterson for a little while, and he, he answered the phone, and he just said, wow, that, that was a thing. <laughs> so that thing uh, that included a whole bunch of people in red and blue over the last couple of days, give me a high-level thought before we kind of drill down on, on Ole Miss and what you saw from them and uh, kind of what you took away from it. O- on the event, I know you, you said first time you've been – so, so as a first-time consumer, even though it was a work trip for you, what are the lasting memories of the College World Series, kind of the, the big picture? I would say big picture, like looking out from the booth or even some of the games where I was not broadcasting, where I just went as a fan, just looking out and seeing a absolutely packed ballpark of that size and with fans that engaged was pretty special. And I think that's what I'll take most from it. Um, so I, I, of the championship series, I obviously only called game two. Carl Ravitch was on game one, but I was there up in the booth, a uh, different booth down the hall, just watching in game one, getting ready for game two. And sitting there looking out at the crowd in the lead up to the game was pretty staggering. And I think that will be one of my lasting images as well, just seeing how much blue and red was out there. Uh, and then hearing how loud it got, uh, in particular yeah. during the back to back to back home runs. I think that is maybe the, the moment that I take, uh, along with obviously, you know, when, uh, when Ole Miss, you know, secured the, the national championship with that final strikeout. But, uh, it was just special seeing the crowds, big picture, and then certainly, uh, respected to Ole Miss. Mike, I know you know doing Red Sox games. That's obviously a big stage. Did this feel like kind of the biggest moment of your career so far? Uh, you know, I, I think maybe in some ways, yeah, um, yeah. Like you know, Red Sox games are those are a big stage as well. I was fortunate enough to do the NHL playoffs this year for ESPN, and um, you know that came with it as well. But but I didn't do a game seven in in the uh, in the NHL playoffs and. Um, you know, I, I've never called a national championship before. And so, you know, I kind of woke up on Sunday thinking, all right, well, and going into it, you know that no matter what happens in game one, game two, some team is going to have a chance to win a national championship. So just to myself, I tried to treat it with, um, yeah, with that sort of magnitude around it and tried to be thinking, you know, before the game, during the game, like how would you caption this type of moment, Um for Ole Miss as a team, the players, the staff, everything they've been through, and then for the fan base as well, and sort of the magical ending to the season over the last few weeks. And 
what was a wacky year and what's an incredible fan base and a proud program, but obviously going to a height that they hadn't been to before. So, uh, yeah, you know, it, it very well might be. Um, and certainly was an absolute blessing to, to be there for it. Visiting with Mike Monaco from ESPN. He was on the call on Sunday for the championship game, the, the final game of the College World Series. So about this old Miss team, there were so many stories, and we've talked about them ad nauseum for months now, the, the rise, the fall, the rise again, and ultimately kind of being crowned champions. What story, though, or storyline stood out for you maybe the most? Um, I, I would say, you know, certainly – and this is this goes in the, the ad nauseum camp, like Tim Elko's story. I mean, and, and we deal with it sort of on a national stage there. And, you know, you have to consider the, the listener or the viewer that doesn't know his full story. Um, but I guess digging a little bit deeper beyond that, I would say the, the combo of, of Dylan DeLucia and Hunter Elliott. And, you know, during the, the college baseball regular season, I call a lot of ACC games for us at ESPN. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, the ACC is a phenomenal conference. They had a great year. Um, you know, a couple of breaks go differently in the Super Regionals. They could have, you know, a handful of teams in Omaha. But, but something to me that stood out kind of experiencing, you know, that number of SEC teams or future SEC teams uh, for the first time there was, like, Ole Miss was positioned to have Dylan DeLucia and Hunter Elliott at whatever point in the season – just emerge into two absolute bona fide studs by the time you got to Omaha. And that's to me, is why the SEC is just different. Um, so I would say that's sort of the storyline for me that, that jumps out the most. And, you know, the outings that Hunter Elliott had his, his last however many starts, last four starts, whatever it is. Um, and then the two outings that Delusia had, I had the first one of those. Uh, and, you know, if we thought that was good, then he comes out and goes, shut out the next time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Man, he, just that special. And so I think for me, that was sort of the biggest, um, you know, takeaway along with, you know, the magic of, of Tim Elko and everything he stands for. And tied into that, you know, he and other seniors coming back for another year and, and getting the program to, uh, to a place it had never been. I don't ask this at all out of disrespect for Oklahoma because I think that's a really good team, and I think individually there were some outstanding players, especially their shortstop. But I'm curious from from your perspective if you thought maybe the moment was a little big or there was an intimidation factor because of the crowd for Oklahoma. You know, you, you look at an Ole Miss team that plays in, in front of 10,000 at home and they go to Alec Box in, in Baton Rouge and they go to Fayetteville and – uh, you know, they go to Mississippi State. They're used to environments that are, are big and loud and rowdy and intimidating, and that's not really the case for Oklahoma on a week-in, week-out basis. Do, do you think that factored in to maybe some plays that Oklahoma normally would make that they didn't? I think it's hard to argue that the atmosphere and the crowd did not have an impact. And really from the get-go of Game 1, like when you look at how that game started, I just think you'd be hard-pressed to say that, that the crowd was not a factor in that. And, and who has experienced an environment exactly like that before? Like, you don't get that size crowd anywhere during the regular season or anywhere through Super Regionals in college baseball. Um, and then when you factor in whatever the percentage breakdown was, you know, 90-10, <laughs> more or less, whatever it is, yeah. uh, in terms of the fan base, I, I think it's just... I think it's impossible to say that that wasn't a factor. And so I think a team can be totally prepared and mentally tough, 
But it's different when you hear a roar of, of that volume, um, you know, when there's a, a wild pitch or pass ball or a misplay at shortstop or whatever it is um, that, that gets you going like that. And Skip Johnson, their head coach, the, the Sooners head coach, he, he didn't say that, you know, he, he didn't want to say that, um, I guess he didn't want to put it in those terms after game one, but he and a couple of players, you know, kind of acknowledged that maybe they were sped up. And I think that's, you know, maybe a little more, um, you know, whatever you want to call it, it, it made a difference when you're, you're playing on um, an atmosphere like, like that, <laughs> that loud. And, hey, it's understandable, too, like you said, Richard. I mean, if, if you're not used to SEC crowds and Swayze and however many thousand people, like, it is going to be different and there is going to be an adjustment period. Last thing, I'm going to completely switch gears on you, and I'm going to ask this as a guy who what grew up in Boston and went to school at Notre Dame and, and lives in the Midwest. The news of today in the college football world that shakes everything up with UCLA, USC, I, I'm not going to ask you what you think about that. I'm going to ask you, is Notre Dame forever going to stay independent, or are they finally going to go, you know what, there's so much changing, it's time to get in the league? Got one minute. So they value that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could go 100 minutes on it. Um, they, I'll say they value their independence as, as much as anything at that university um, for the history, for the finances, um, for what it allows them to do scheduling-wise. Um, in every way, they want to preserve that as best they can. Now, I will say that as the times are changing and today's you know, potential news, uh, seeming you know, news that's going to happen, with something that seismic, I don't think you can put anything off the table with Notre Dame. As much as they would want to retain independence, I don't think it's a, you know, an ironclad thing the way college sports are changing that, that that'll necessarily and absolutely always be the case. No reporter hat here, just gut, heart. Would you rather see Notre Dame as part of the Big Ten or the SEC? Ah, just totally unbiased, I would say Big Ten. Um, I think it's just. More I assume that's the answer for most people. Yeah, it's just more natural geographically, um, and they have natural built-in rivalries that way. But I mean, in terms of wanting to be the best in the sport, maybe that doesn't you know fit the the way you want to, and maybe they uh, think otherwise. Mike, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Good visiting with you again. Great job, and hope we can catch up soon. Richard, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. That's Mike Monaco from ESPN called the final game of the College World Series in Omaha on Sunday. Take a timeout. Sports Talk Mississippi. More coming up with you after this in the Pearl River Resort Studios. This show was previously recorded. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. For your Independence Day, 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. For your fireworks tonight, partly cloudy, low around 75. Your Tuesday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. And a look to Wednesday, a 20% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 94. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. 
Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Liberty, Mississippi sailor who died during the Pearl Harbor attack is coming back to the Magnolia State to be buried. Seaman First Class John Melton, who was decorated with the Purple Heart Medal and a World War II Victory Medal, is set to be buried in Gloucester, Mississippi at Mount Pleasant Baptist Church on July 9th. During his time of service, Melton was stationed on the USS West Virginia. In other news... Most of us consider sparklers pretty harmless, but Jim Pollard with the AMR says they burn as high as 1,500 or more degrees Fahrenheit. A grown-up should never hold a child who has a sparkler in his or her hand. It's, uh, you know, The child's just not sensitive to the need to, oh, hey, whenever I turn around in mom or dad's arms, you know, I might swipe mom or dad's back. For more information on fireworks safety, you can visit us online at supertalk.fm. Just a reminder about the Plumber Home for Children Radiothon, July the 14th, right here on Supertalk. Look, the Supertalk family knows that when they donate to Plumber Home for Children, they're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. That's the Plumber Home for Children Radiothon, July the 14th. Listen, help, and spread the word. Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a super phone. 
It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. When it comes to the outdoors, we are one. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the great outdoors. So let's talk about it. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews. Monday starting at noon here on Super Talk Mississippi. Presented by the Foundation Protecting Our Outdoors Heritage. Listen or watch the show anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded. You just won a national championship. Has it... uh... I mean, this is such a bad question. Has it sunk in? I mean, that that's probably... You're better than that. Yeah. Has it sunk in? Um, it's starting to. And I, I just think um, it's the most asked question over the last you know 48 hours. Uh, and I think the best way for me to answer it is, you know, it comes in levels. You know, the the first is kind of surreal. Um, it's almost a dream. It's I don't know if it's the fatigue or the emotional fatigue or all of that. And that, I think that lasts you know through that first night, and uh, you wake up the next morning, and it's, it's you know now you start to realize you know this this is real and this is uh, not a dream. Uh, and then it's still euphoria. You come back to Oxford and. Uh, Unexpecting, you know, maybe just are you expecting maybe a couple hundred people to you know meet the bus and there's literally thousands in the grove that you just left twenty thousand plus in uh, Omaha, uh, but I think now after a couple of days, yeah, you start to you start to uh, understand appreciate it more. But I think it's something that'll take you know you know weeks. You know, th- this is something that it- it's for you and it's for your team, right? You-, you guys are the ones on the field doing it. But did you realize how big the reaction would be, the, the ownership that-, that fans take in something like this? I mean, you-, you talked about the environment in Omaha and then what you guys come home to. I mean, as I've seen people the last few days, they're like, I don't really know how to react. And it's like everybody's just happy and just walking around with a smile on their face. No, I, you know, uh, I knew, I guess when we got to Omaha, I knew, you know, Rebel Nation would show up. And and certainly they did that first weekend and throughout the week. But then when you got to the championship series, I mean, it was just another level. And, uh, And then, as I mentioned, getting back here, but just seeing... And uh, watching, and, and I'm not, as you know, I'm not a huge social media guy. I don't follow many people, and and uh, but just the, the reactions and things that I've seen, it's that's really neat. You know, it's uh, uh, obviously you don't think of that as your as a coach or as players. I mean, uh, we know the fans are a huge part of what we do, um, and uh, it's super cool to do what we do. Um, but I, I don't know if I quite imagine this reaction, and so I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy for the Ole Miss family. I'm happy that uh, they can celebrate and enjoy this with us. Uh, that's that's neat. You know, to, to watch young and old, uh, you, know, you know, happy and excited and cry and do crazy things, and uh, uh, the Ole Miss family deserves it. 
In some ways, I think it's great. You win a national championship, and now you're headed to be the manager of Team USA, the, the collegiate national team. In some ways, it's got to be like, if we could do this another year, that'd be good, because I'd love to just kind of chill out for a second. Is that kind of both directions for you? Yeah, I think exactly. Uh, uh, I've never been more busy you know, over the last 48 hours because you're trying to do what you're supposed to do as the head coach of Ole Miss, and I will. You know, uh, and I'm blessed to have a, a you know an, an awesome staff that's you know helped me along the way and trying to you know do a little recruiting, uh, doing a lot of different things, uh, from answering texts and, and emails to doing interviews and everything else that you're supposed to do and, and want to do and want to you know, but you're cramming it into 36 hours to 48 hours. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a little you know part that man. You know, why couldn't it's been another year? But then, you know, as we get through with the parade tonight, and uh, me and Jacob and you know Hunter Mason, you know, we'll jump on a plane to carry North Carolina. You know, how cool is that? We just won a national championship, and now we're going to get to put the USA uniform on. So I've kind of turned it that way. That you know, it's always been you know an honor to you know accept this commitment, and and um, you know, I'm excited to get there. A couple of baseball questions as it relates to to Team USA. I was looking at the the invite list for training camp, and I think there. 50 players on it. Maybe there were a couple that, that defected off of that. But you've got to cut that roster down to 26. Mm-hmm. Will that be the most challenging baseball yeah. thing you've ever had to do? Yeah, probably. And, uh, and, and, um, yeah, uh, I, that's probably the part I'm not looking forward to. Um, I can't wait to, to to see the guys and meet the guys. They, they got in yesterday and they had their first practice last night. I spoke to every coach, you know, individually last night about you know ten o'clock at night. And um, uh, Dan McDonald is kind of you know the adjunct manager, if you will. You know uh, why I'm over here. And um, but yeah, you know we're going to play five. Uh, Basically, stars and stripes, uh, you know, games so you know, against each other uh, with two different teams, and uh, and then pick a team from from that point. And uh, yeah, they're the best fifty amateurs our country has to offer. And so I think one, it's going to be cool to be around all those kids. But there's no doubt that we're going to end up not taking some guys to the to the Netherlands that are going to be major league all-stars you know and that's that's just part of it I, I can't help but look at the makeup of your staff and think this this is going to be special for you when when you've got dan mcdonald going to be involved and and he's been around it before and cliff godwin's going to be coaching third base and zan barksdale's on your staff who played for you mm-hmm. and has worked with dan and then oh by the way your son drew is going to be involved as well yeah you know uh, drew wants to be a coach you know and and so thought it was a great opportunity uh that we need somebody in the bullpen to to catch the bullpens and to help you know, you know run that part of it and uh brett basham did it back in 2013 uh when i was the pitching coach you know uh then and so thought it was a great opportunity one for him to learn uh and be around those great coaches and be able to to understand what what this is all about and you know again what a cool opportunity to put the the usa jersey on when you think about your players from this Ole Miss team switching from usa back back to Ole miss I know you're so proud of all of them, but but Tim Elko's story, I know it's been told a thousand different times, but but when you look at his journey from not winning a starting job as a true freshman behind Tyler Keenan to sticking with it and growing and going through the injury and ultimately being able to walk off that field in Omaha champion, how do you put it into words? 
Uh, it, it's hard. Uh, you know, uh, I always get uncomfortable when people talk about, hey, your your legacy. You know, like I think that's for somebody else to determine. It's not for you know that person to determine their legacy, right? Uh, but it's a lot easier to talk about somebody else's legacy. And, uh, you know, I don't know if there'll be a bigger legacy in this baseball program ever, you know, than Tim Elko. Uh, for all the things that you mentioned, all the things that we know, and, you know, what a cool kid and what, what a great representative that he's been of this, this university, this state. You're talking about a guy that doesn't even live here. He's from Tampa, Florida. Uh, and uh, just, it's it's awesome. And, and not only has he been the face of our program for the last few years, which we've known and loved, he's become the face of college baseball like i don't know i can't remember a time when there wasn't a more liked uh more known more popular college baseball player than tim elko and uh that's pretty cool you mentioned college baseball as a whole the the ratings from the postseason on television were up this year. The massive fan base that was there for all the games i'm not talking about old miss fans i'm talking about all the games in in omaha do you feel it growing yeah, I think people love college baseball, and and when you know you get to Omaha and uh, you see that many people, and uh, uh, it's been noted, right? I've I've only been there once or twice in you know twenty two years. It's been noted a lot, uh, but I, I think back to to, to Rosenblatt. Remember uh, Charles Schwab Field? Uh, that stadium was built in two thousand eleven, so not too long ago it was at Rosenblatt. You know, not you know, it's not you know a distant memory. I mean, it's maybe twelve years. Ago, thirteen years ago, uh, that stadium didn't hold you know the the amount of people that it holds now, and just the electricity when you walk around Omaha and the people that have gone this year. I mean, it it is so cool. It is so cool to walk down downtown and Old Market and um, for all the schools. You know, I know our people really appreciate it. You know, Rebel Nation, but you know, all the schools. It's it's just uh, that pageantry that that you don't see you know a lot, and it's it's. Again, another neat experience that I think a lot of people got to experience this year. You brought it up, not me, so I'll ask the question. Is it nice that you never have to answer those difficult questions anymore about number of trips to Omaha or success in the postseason or whatever? That That's all now in the rearview mirror and none of it matters. Uh, you know, I, I never thought it was that difficult of a question. You know, uh, it's it's a fact. You know, it's you know, it's hard. It's hard to get to Omaha. Uh, you know, I hope people realize that. You know, and uh, it's great to get there, and, and I'm super excited that we went there and had a lot of success there. Uh, but for me personally, you know, when you you watch a team like Tennessee not get there this year, you know, last year you watch Arkansas not get there. You know, two ranked number one, the best teams in a, in the country. You know, for the entire season, don't get there. A lot of times, good teams don't get there because you got to be, you know the best team that weekend and it's hard in our sport people don't get that but it's hard it's hard sometimes uh you know in, in baseball you, you get outplayed a little bit and, and you lose that's why in major league baseball there's you know seven games you know to decide the, the world championship chip uh there's 162 games during a year the game's just different you know and it's played different and the best team doesn't always win it's the team that plays the best and when you get to the final 16 in a super regional all those teams are really good it just comes down to a few pitches and a few plays and you know the team that makes them uh the team that gets a few you know uh breaks or some good fortune if you will you know they win and move on and it's not that they don't deserve it it's uh and it's not that the other team is undeserving they just didn't play well enough so uh i've never really felt that that was a a, a, a tough question it's just uh it's a fact and now you're a champion congratulations thanks richard
This show was previously recorded. Want everything on your used car buying checklist? Then check out Ford Blue Advantage. How about a gold certified 172 point inspection? Check. A comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford? Check. A Carfax report and a 14 day thousand mile money back guarantee? Check and check. Ford Blue Advantage. Used car buying that's built for you. See your participating Ford dealer for limited warranty details and important rules on the money back guarantee program. 37 years. That's a long time, and that's how long Shapley's Restaurant has been bringing you the finest in steaks, seafood, and, of course, our homemade hot tamales. This is Mark Shapley, and we are proud that we are celebrating our 37th year in business. Shapley's has been a staple in the greater Jackson market and had the pleasure of serving guests from around the country. This couldn't have happened without you, and we are so grateful for your continued support. Shapley's Restaurant, 37 years and counting. Come see us soon. 601-957-8000. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. At TrustCare Health, we're reimagining healthcare for the modern world. No long waits or hoops to jump through, just the five-star care you deserve and the convenience you need. From urgent care, available seven days a week. <laughs> To routine care for the whole family. You're good to go. See you in a couple months. You can get in and out and back to your life. Stop by one of our convenient locations or visit TrustCareHealth.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better. Faster. People say things change. But in Mississippi, good things don't change. They change everything. Back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world. The Citizens Bank was making life better in Mississippi communities. Now we're in every corner of the state, changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders, more product choices, and always the latest in digital banking. After over a century, changing to local sounds better and better. Member FDIC. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmissions. So something that we've done over the last few years, we went up to a base warranty of a two-year 24000 So no matter what, you're going to get a base warranty of a two-year 24000 We feel that's a little higher than the industry standard. And if you have a failure, I'm the one you talk to. You don't call a 1-800 number. You call me, and I deal with it. Remember, free towing on major repairs. Call Coleman Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to colemantaylorjacksonms.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polk's. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polk's meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polk's is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polk's. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh toast. Nice. 
Trustmark. People you trust, advice that works. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. This show was previously recorded. Your number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports talk, Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super talk, Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Can we talk about how nice it is to cover two schools that are solidly in a conference and are not going anywhere? Yeah. As opposed to a school that is trying to get out of a league and get to another place. Or, or might get left behind. And, and by the way, I, I, I'm talking about, in, in the landscape that we're talking about right now, that's not at all a, a, a shot at Southern Miss. I think the maneuvering that Southern Miss did in the last year to get themselves into the Sun Belt is... I, I don't know that we have put in context strategically how important that was for the University of Southern Mississippi. Yeah. Because... And to continue on your point, for the overwhelming majority of you listening to this show, be very thankful that in December of 1932, a representative from your school was sitting in a certain room. Absolutely. And and Mike Bianchi kind of trotted out his old column about USF and, and UCF again and, you know, basically said that Mississippi State and Ole Miss were part of the Lucky Sperm Club, and it's like, yeah, and you know what? You don't really have to apologize for that. No. No, because here you are. Uh, the second thing, because the the first thought is, what does this mean for, quote-unquote, us? Ole Miss and Mississippi State, they have a seat at the table. They got on the right boat. Again, be thankful that in 1932, your rep was in that room, because that's why you're sitting where you are now. What does this mean for Southern Miss, though? You know what this will eventually mean for Southern Miss, whether it's in four years, five years, however long? You'll get to realistically play for a championship. I'm more convinced of it today than I have ever been. Whatever happens with the Big Ten and the SEC, I think it's going to look like the AFC and the NFC and the NFL. I think that's where this is headed. But... When that does happen, whatever the mega conferences, whether it's two, three, four, however many, whenever that happens and they separate, they will have their own championship. Which means you will have your own championship, one that you can actually win. Because right now, as painful as it is to say, Southern Miss will not play for a national championship in college football. There's really nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. It's not going to happen. Even if you get there, we saw what Cincinnati was to Alabama. Not competitive. And that doesn't mean Ole Miss and State are competitive with Alabama either. But the point is, even if the off chance you actually get there, you're still not winning anything. The future holds a championship that you can actually win. 
and make. No, I, I completely agree with that. I think it's going to be a good thing, and I think it's going to be exciting and fun when it actually happens. But but the fact is, you know, whether we like it or not, the landscape is not only shifting but has shifted. And and the news that we've had with that that really is a bummer. The last couple of days with some Southern Miss baseball players that are are getting in the transfer portal. It's been a program of stability. It hasn't been about guys leaving for different opportunities. But because the landscape has changed, it's a different world. And it's going to be harder than it's ever been to keep successful players on rosters at smaller schools, whether you're talking at Southern Miss or anybody else, because there's going to be an opportunity to make money and an opportunity for more scholarship dollars. And it, it, it's just it's going to be different. Hey, guys, you remember... I, we didn't go far down this road, but you guys remember the conversation where I asked Scott Barry about scholarship limits being lifted in baseball? Mm-hmm. And I think I th- he, he did not answer that question the way that I thought that he would. I thought he was going to say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to work at a school where there is an incredible commitment to baseball. And, you know, we'll take advantage in every way that we're able to take advantage. But I'm not sure how much reality me thinking that is when you talk about the dollars associated with it. Because it's not just a baseball thing. It's having to balance scholarships and and all that goes along with that. And so if you add eight baseball scholarships, you're going to have to add eight women's scholarships as well. And you, and you should. This show was previously recorded. Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Get the news that matters to Mississippi on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Each weekday starting at 10 a.m., Gerard brings you a spirited debate on the key stories of the day with the newsmakers and powerful for reporting on the issues you care about. Listen on your local Super Talk station or anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi and watch the show live on Seaspire Channel 70, Super Talk TV, and on the Super Talk Mississippi app. Your home for Ole Miss Sports. Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. This is a Fox News alert. I'm Laura Cantor. A gunman killing at least six people and injuring dozens of others at a 4th of July parade in the Chicago suburb of Highland Park. It does appear he was shooting from a roof. Chris Cavelli, Lake County Major Crime Task Force. Police say firearm evidence was recovered on a rooftop. The suspect remains at large. A lifeguard in Long Island is recovering from a shark attack, which happened during a routine training exercise. That attack happened in Suffolk County. The guard, according to officials, was bit twice, once in the hand and another bite to his chest. He is expected to be okay, though. Police ramp up patrols here in Nassau County. The shark patrol teams using helicopters to comb the waters from above as they look out for sharks. Fox's Alexis McAdams on Long Island. A teenage girl was seriously injured in a shark attack in Florida last week. America's listening to Fox. 
Fox News. Get ready, Greater Jackson area, the big one. The Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days, only at the Trademark Building on the fairgrounds. Show hours are Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealers' tables available, full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission just $9 for adults, $2 for kids ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show thousands of buyers will be there instant background checks available for gun purchases the big one the great southern gun and knife show this weekend saturday nine to five sunday ten to five at the trademark building on the fairgrounds take the high street exit off i-55 and follow the signs exercise your right to keep and bear arms while you're there be sure to register for the door prize see you this weekend at the big one sure as shooting don't Don't miss miss it. it i'm caleb sailors and you're listening to super talk mississippi news As we enter the 4th of July holiday weekend, Ray Coleman has a special request on behalf of the Mississippi Department of Veterans Affairs. We always ask people to remember while we're able to celebrate, while we're out having our barbecues or you're out on your boat or in your backyard, whatever that may be, remember uh, there were men and women who made that possible. And according to Coleman, nearly 187,000 veterans call Mississippi their home. And the loud booms of fireworks can cause your furry friends to panic and run off. More animals go missing on July 4th and 5th than any other day of the year. Gina Golosi has more. PETA stresses never bringing your animals to a fireworks display. They say to keep your pet inside and put on music or the TV to drown out the noise and give them a place to hide. Make sure your pets are wearing an ID tag with their contact information and double check that their microchips are up to date. And you can always talk to your vet about a calming aid. Some things are hard to ignore. Like a bad toupee. The Mississippi Lottery's Mega Millions jackpot is one of the good things you should not ignore. It's big. We're talking massive. It's just $2 per play. And for an extra buck, you can add the Mega Plier for a chance to make your non-jackpot winnings really sore. What are you waiting for? Somebody's going to win it. Be somebody. Get your Mega Millions tickets today. Then buy that guy a new rug. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 888-777-9696. Welcome to day four of Digging Safety Class. It says here we're talking post holes. Yes, before you dig one, call 811. For a post hole? See this picture? Your hair's standing on end, Bob. Cool, dude. Not so cool. I hit an electrical line. And I thought you were trying to be hip. Hello, Sam here from Mississippi 811. Calling 811 two working days before digging is the law, and it's always the right thing to do. And now that the 4th of July is finally here, State Fire Marshal Mike Cheney is encouraging Mississippians to be safe this year with their fireworks. And he says that if you're shooting fireworks at home, make sure you have a bucket of water ready. If you're having a backyard party, get you a bucket of water. Uh, get, get a, get a, try not to use plastic, but if you have to, that's better than nothing at all. Get a bucket of water and have a garden hose that you can immediately punch a squirt on if you need if you need water immediately. Handy and um, always let an adult light the fuses on fireworks. Fireworks can be a great source of danger this time of year, so the state fire marshal's office is doing all they can to prevent Mississippians from hurting themselves and others. 
And for more information on fireworks safety in Mississippi, as well as other 4th of July celebrations and news, sports, politics, and everything Mississippi, you can visit us online at supertalk.fm. And with Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Caleb Sailors. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. This Saturday with J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Plus, Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. How has Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impacted your life over the last 100 years? Connecting the state through broadband service, protecting your private property, great insurance, member benefits saving your hard-earned income, and oh yes, our farms grow the cleanest and safest food in the world. Agriculture and so much more. We're what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. This show was previously recorded. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here we, here we go, go. Super Talk Mississippi. first 60 minutes of this radio program today had me questioning myself on multiple levels. Well, you were right on the first one. On English skills and on geography. The geography was in a break. I hate to break it to you, but the words meritocracy and hypocrisy rhyme. No. They they, they do. I'm sorry that they're not one-syllable, three-letter words that have the same last two letters, but they do. They rhyme. Rhyming is. No. (laughs) This is why America is in the shape that it's in right now. That people believe that hypocrisy and meritocracy rhyme. Hypocrisy don't rhyme. (laughs) They don't rhyme. The whole word has to rhyme. No, no, it doesn't. Ah, I'm not buying this. Not for one second. So, I, I I I just looked this up. Hold on a second. Where did it go? Does and, and ride the, the rhyme with gamma to, gametocytoside? I'm sorry. What? Does ride rhyme with gametocytoside? Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. no. You, you should one go word to the website. Six syllables. You should. You I'm don't even have this. to have the same number of syllables. You can go to rhymezone.com and type in a word and find rhyming words that with it, uh, uh, words that rhyme no. with it in multiple syllable. No. Not buying this for one second. Yes, like you want a seven syllable word that rhymes with hypocrisy? Try Wikipediaocracy. I'm Just not, telling I'm you. Not buying it. Uh, and uh, then uh, also Michael Borky. Michael Borky tried to convince me that Arizona was a border state. I did state not Texas. try to convince you. I just had to had to make sure. That what, like, what did he do? He he tried to. What convince did he say? Me I did not try to convince. Oh no, 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 I didn't. 
I still don't know what he did. Basically, we were trying to figure out if not trying to figure out that we we're looking at the states and like you know who could the SEC add and and Richard uh, said earlier in the show that the the league values having states that all touch each other very friendly league the SEC that are contiguous I think was the word that I used ah. contiguous Arizona and does not touch Texas Arizona yeah. does not touch Texas so I didn't try to convince him that that wasn't the in case between. I just my first thought was yeah and then. No, it doesn't. That old rascally New Mexico gets in the way. <laughs> well, hey, the Lobos, you know, you pop them in the SEC. That payday will help them elevate their yeah, program. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they would be grateful and would would be um, would be most accepting. Sports they talk, Mississippi. Huge, they have a billionaire booster out there, Gus Fring. He is like mm-hmm. he owns all these chicken restaurants. Big booster. For Couldn't be any worse than Vanderbilt. That's <laughs> true. Actually, might be. Yeah, possibly. It's. It's a pretty bad football program <laughs> over an extended period of time. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming with you at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. I, I mentioned this to you. They got a new website. I was on the Dancing Rabbit Golf website just a couple of days ago. And one, it's incredibly user friendly. You can uh, you can read about the history of Dancing Rabbit, the courses and the designers and all that goes along with it. You can make reservations for golfing packages, and of course, you can simply just book a tee time online at dancingrabbitgolf.com. If you've not played those courses or if it's been a while, treat yourself to Dancing Rabbit Golf, the Augusta you can play. We are glad to be with you, Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. And uh, much of the first hour of the show was uh, spent talking about the news of the day, which is uh, Pac-12 losing two of its teams, USC and UCLA, making the move to the uh, making the move to the Big Ten. And so there is a lot, a lot, a lot to unpack there. One of those things comes via tweet from Heather Dennett at ESPN covers college football, and she said, a source told me that if Notre Dame were to withdraw from the ACC, it can play football wherever it wants. It would have to pay an exit fee and grant of rights fees for its other sports, which frankly makes it easy for Notre Dame to leave the ACC, period, because the grant of rights for men's basketball, women's basketball, baseball, etc., is going to be far, far, far less when you take the football piece out of the equation. What does that mean to you? Anything? Um, some people listening probably won't like this. It means Greg Sankey should be on the phone. Okay. Because he should try to get Notre Dame to join the SEC. Is it in the southeast? No. It's, it's contiguous. A, it's contiguous. It's Missouri's in not in the southeast. It snows there. It's cold. It snows in Missouri. It snows in Lexington. It snows in Mississippi in sometimes. Occasionally. It is. Yeah, but then we shut everything down for it. We don't just get through the day. But despite them not having championships in my lifetime, Notre Dame is as big of a college football brand as any college football brand still to this day, Mm -hmm. despite not having those championships. It brings money, which is driving all of this. Some autonomy, but mostly money. And guys... It's a brand. It's great road trips. It's great home trips. You guys remember when Texas visited Ole Miss in 2012? How big that felt? 
Remember that? Absolutely. Notre Dame has the same gravitas. It would be, every time you'd play them, it would feel huge. Every single time. And that's what you want, right? You want every weekend to feel huge. Every time Texas comes to Starkville and Oxford, it's going to feel huge, regardless of how bad they continue to be. And Oklahoma in in the same breath. Oklahoma. This is a little bit of an offshoot. The three biggest brands in college football are Alabama, Notre Dame, and Texas. True or false? Brands. Not success, not national championships. And I'm going to be honest with you, I might make Alabama three in that group. Having South Carolina still in the SEC footprint, but having not lived in Mississippi my whole life, growing up in South Carolina, yeah, yeah. The the, the fourth would be Southern Cal, in my opinion, and then probably Ohio State five, maybe, probably, probably so. Hey, Dad, do you disagree with that, or is it I'm like a begrudging think. agreement? I think that's no, not even begrudging. I think you're right. The only other one that I would think is close is Michigan. I'm going to go, I think you're right. In terms of brand, not of success, not of championships, but in terms of brand, Borky, I might put Michigan ahead of Ohio State. You could. You could argue it. Ohio State's had more success, no doubt, but that's not what brand building's about. Yeah. Michigan is a more recognized national brand than Ohio State, I would think. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I think it's Notre Dame, Texas, Alabama, and Michigan in some order. See, we get this text. This round is up, just so round long. out a top five. Then what's what's the top? What's the fifth one? Round out a top five. USC. Yes. Yeah. I thought I thought I had USC in that group. Did I not? No. I, I, no. Yeah. 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 Without question, USC. It's 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 Notre Dame, Texas, Alabama, Michigan, and Southern Cal. In, in whatever order you want to place them, but in terms of the biggest brands in college football, those are the five. We get this text here. Notre Dame will not be worth a dime five years after joining the SEC. They would be worth more. It would elevate their brand. They would be even bigger and richer. I, I mean, I, I have... Again, I, I've lived elsewhere. It's not like I'm well-traveled, but Notre Dame is everywhere. Everybody knows Notre Dame. It's everywhere, and it will continue to be everywhere. Always. You add annual road trips to Baton Rouge and Tuscaloosa and Gainesville and Austin to that, and they only get bigger. They don't get weaker by doing that. We got some people throwing ideas for teams in terms of biggest brands that are out there. David Knoxford asked about Florida State. Had a couple of people say, you know, Nebraska is up there. Somebody said Penn State. No, what? No, none of those. Those are top twenty, Not top twenty-five brands. Yeah. But I mean, the, the the next group of five would be pretty SEC heavy. It would be LSU, Georgia, Florida, Florida, Tennessee. Tennessee still has one. See, that's the thing. Everybody, yeah. They haven't won a championship since 1998, yeah. but I promise you everybody knows that T. And that matters. Yeah. yeah. Um, And maybe Penn State falls in there around that, that 10 line. 
if, if the Joe Paterno era didn't end the way it did, yeah. it, it would be it would be different. I, I might could be on board with Florida State being around ten. Also, that's a brand. Miami is a brand. I would say if, Miami uh, is a bigger brand than Florida State. Do you think so? I think so. Okay, because they there's still a lot of us from the '80s who remember Miami and what it was. And they were just huge. They were huge for a decade. It was the U. Yeah, the U. The U is a brand. What's Florida State's brand on that? They don't have one. Chop, chop. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. Braves. This show was previously recorded. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, and bagged and bulk soils. Everything for your outdoor living. Large shipments of outdoor patio furniture have arrived. Calloway's showroom and warehouse are full. We have the largest in-stock selection in the South. Callaway's has plenty of large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoors and outdoors? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Kalito, this is Choctaw Indian Princess Shima Crosby inviting you to the 72nd Choctaw Indian Fair, July 13th through 16th. Enjoy live performances from Ryan Hurd, Casting Crowns, and Lady A. Experience Choctaw art, food, dancing, and carnival rides. Activate your competitive spirit with Rezron Iron Warrior Competition and the Cornhole Tournament. And don't miss the inaugural Volleyball Tournament. Visit ChoctawIndianFair.com and like us on Facebook. Hope to see you there. Hacha peace, let you get. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded. No more Sports Talk Mississippi. It's go time. Sports Talk Mississippi. Well, say something. Super Talk Mississippi. There was another couple of Heather Dennis tweets that uh, stood out to me. And we'll get to some of what Ross Dellinger has put out there. As you would expect, he has been all over this story also. And hopefully we'll be able to snag some time with Ross uh, tomorrow as we wrap the week up. But these were the two tweets from a couple of hours ago. Talk to a source in the Pac-12 who just told me, quote, this is Bob Bowlesby all over again. We just got Soonered and Horned. And then said, I asked my source about, quote, the alliance, close quote. Source laughed. The trust between Kevin and George at this point? Come on. So that was the hypocrisy thing that I brought up earlier. right? You remember all the stories about the SEC poaching teams from another league, and it doesn't matter how many times that the people from the SEC or Texas or Oklahoma tell you, no, they didn't come after us, we went after them, and they agreed to have us doesn't matter how many times people tell you that. Folks that want to believe something else are going to believe something else. And oh, by the way, I believe that that is the case with this as well. I think USC and UCLA went to the Big Ten and said, we want to join you. I don't think that the Big Ten actively pursued USC and UCLA initially. Maybe I'm supposed to. But for all the folks that wanted to pile on the SEC for going and poaching two teams from another league, are we about to see those exact same stories all over again? Or is it just, well, with the shifting landscape, USC and UCLA had to do what was in their best interest? And what about the alliance of very, very, very good friends? We've been making fun of it since the day that it was announced, and with good reason. The Pac-12 and Big Ten and ACC all working together. They were never working together. The Big Ten said, sure. The, The only thing those three leagues had in common was they all three had inexperienced commissioners that were not prepared to handle the landscape of what is going on right now. That's what they had in common. Is there any, I mean, truly, is there anything the Big 12 could have done to make it as valuable as the SEC, though? that That's the thing. I've seen some people that cover all of college football talking about what the Pac-12 did wrong, and at the end of the day, they don't care enough. They don't care enough. And if they don't care enough, it's not going to make money. They're not going to be as valuable because TV's driving everything now. And when you don't have games that draw viewership, advertisers are going to spend less money to be a part of those games, and so your TV deal is not going to be as big. And the gap was, I mean, this gap was always coming regardless of how well set up and run you were, right? Because they just don't care like we do here and like most of the Big Ten states do. Is it a little surprising to you that... 
UCLA was brought along for the ride in this? Because Southern Cal does care. It's a big private school, but it's a place that cares. I'm just kind of thinking about all those images we've seen from the Rose Bowl in recent years with all the empty seats. I mean, we, we've we seen those images from the Coliseum, too, though. I mean, yeah, but we, you know, yeah, one but of these schools has just been packing them in lately. But USC has the ability to flip a switch and fill their stadium. We'll see. We'll see with Lincoln Riley. I think they will, but we'll see. I mean... Yeah, they're recruiting. I mean, the, the recruiting there is unbelievable. He's going to have a nationally competitive team maybe as early as this year. I'm just trying to think of, you know. I mean, I'm looking at a picture right now brought... of, of the Rose Bowl. I'm sorry, hey, Dad, for interrupting. Uh, looking at a picture. It's okay. It's a Google image search. UCLA Cal night game in Westwood at the Rose Bowl. They've got tarps over half the seats in one of the end zones. And there might be 25,000 people. And and when I say might, I'm being really, really generous. There might be up 25,000 people in a 100,000-seat stadium. And yet we're treating these two in the same breath, USC and UCLA. Well, there's more. The same guy that broke the news earlier today, John Wilner's his name, for those of you that aren't Mm -hmm. familiar, He's he's the Pac-12, the the Woj of Pac-12 football. The guy breaks all the news out there. He's, he's Wilner Hotline on Twitter. He writes at the San Jose Mercury News, and he is the most connected Pac-12 reporter, and it's not even close. He said a source told him, do not assume the Big Ten is done. My okay. guess, just a guess, Washington and Oregon. That's the two, yeah. Yeah. Because those two care. And they've got a brand, not big brands, but they've got a brand. They will invest, Oregon especially. They've been competitive. And they also, I mean, Eugene's not quite the big market, but they've got the Nike thing. Seattle's a huge market. You know the story that we've talked about, about the revenues going forward through the next decade and how the SEC and the Big Ten were going to double up the other three conferences, the three remaining conferences at the end of like an eight-year window? There's a new twist to that, by the way. The, the Big Ten is in the process of negotiating its new media rights deal, and they've actually slow-played it a little bit. And it makes you think that they've slow-played it because they knew that perhaps something else was coming that was going to make their rights more valuable. But there's some industry analysts that have looked at this thing and said there are more suitors than there are availability for Big Ten rights. And so the Big Ten is going to get its money. I mean, it's going to be a you know a billion plus dollar a year deal, and each school is going to get close to a hundred million dollars. You know, whatever the number every year, but whatever those numbers turn out to be. But there was more like media distribution availability than there was content. So so meaning like Fox. CBS soon to have an opening, FS1, what does NBC want to do, what do Google and Apple want to do in this landscape, how do they get involved, all of those things. And there's only so much content that's available. 
And there were some people that were looking at the Pac-12, which also is two years away from a new rights deal, and thought that they were going to be the beneficiaries of the fact that there just wasn't enough Big Ten available to satisfy all of those broadcast entities, and that the Pac-12's new TV deal was actually going to be way closer to what the SEC and Big Ten were signing than anybody had given it credit for. Well, that just went out the window. Because the two current biggest brands in the Pac-12 are leaving in two years. And so the value of the Pac-12 was still that Southern Cal national brand and UCLA and Oregon and Washington and whatever else, and content. What are you going to be excited to watch in terms of the Pac-12, even if Washington and Oregon stay? And if Washington and Oregon leave, really, I mean, it's not any more attractive than the Big 12 is. So what are you genuinely excited about watching in terms of those two leagues? Your team. That That's it. You love your team. That's the thing, man. I, I watch Big Ten football just because they have compelling, good football. So, I mean, sometimes they don't. You know, Illinois does play Rutgers. That's not a game I'm checking out. But Wisconsin does play Penn State, and I'm in. The SEC's got good games. Yeah. (laughs) But and the SEC's got it too. Florida will play Tennessee. That draws me. But there's nothing if there's nothing Pac twelve that do that draw me. There's nothing the Big Twelve do that draw me as a casual sports fan. The the Big Twelve will have this problem as well. I mean, there's just if you're a Baylor fan, you want to see Baylor play. You know, you want to see your team play, but do I want to see Baylor play? I mean, I'll watch maybe, but that's it. I'm a sicko, so I don't. I mean, I'm not the best uh, best person for this discussion. So, a couple of uh, of interesting questions here on the ceasefire text line: Does Greg Sankey or do Greg Sankey in the SEC try to get rid of some SEC teams to add the teams they would want? I, I don't think that's the case. But then he follows it up with this question: Do you think that Missouri would leave to go to the Big Ten? John Wilner says the short list, in his opinion, for the Big Ten is Washington, Oregon, North Carolina, Duke, and Missouri. I can't see Missouri leaving, but it would be interesting, and I think the SEC would try to replace Missouri with either Oklahoma State or Notre Dame. Borky, that's the exact conversation you and I had earlier in the break. The Missouri money, would be a better fit in the Big Ten. They'd be a better fit, and because of how things are going, the money wouldn't be any different. Anybody else leaving the SEC right now would be pretty stupid. Really stupid. Very dumb. But if it's for the Big Ten, money's the same. And, and the question, hey, Dad, that I asked Borky was, and, and we can answer this when we come back, given the opportunity, would you trade Missouri for Oklahoma State straight up right now? We'll get to that when we come back. Yes. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com on Thursday, June 30th. This show was previously recorded. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. For your Independence Day, 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. For your fireworks tonight, partly cloudy, low around 75. Your Tuesday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. And a look to Wednesday, a 20% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 94. 
weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As we enter the 4th of July holiday weekend, Ray Coleman has a special request on behalf of the Mississippi Department of Veterans Affairs. We always ask people to remember while we're able to celebrate, while we're out having our barbecues or you're out on your boat or in your backyard, whatever that may be, remember uh, there were men and women who made that possible. And according to Coleman, nearly 187,000 veterans call Mississippi their home. And the loud booms of fireworks can cause your furry friends to panic and run off. More animals go missing on July 4th and 5th than any other day of the year. Gina Galosi has more. PETA stresses never bringing your animals to a fireworks display. They say to keep your pet inside and put on music or the TV to drown out the noise and give them a place to hide. Make sure your pets are wearing an ID tag with their contact information and double check that their microchips are up to date. And you can always talk to your vet about a calming aid. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. 
It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the Internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Hey, I'm Andy Jones from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please, make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. This show was previously recorded. It's time for more Sports Talk Mississippi. Finally. Finally. On Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. This afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. If you want to be a part of the conversation, hit us up on the Ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from Ceasefire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in Ceasefire country. Check availability now at ceasefire.com slash business. So... We, we asked the question before the break about Missouri, and it's not like we're trying to kick Missouri out of the SEC. That's not the idea here. But it's been a strange fit since its inception. Texas A&M felt right, made sense from the very beginning. Missouri never really has. Missouri has been to two SEC football championship games took advantage of uh, an Eastern division that was down, and good for them for doing so under Gary Pinkle. But it's never been a great fit. They're great people at Missouri. But it hasn't seemed to fit right. And John Wilner, again from the San Jose Mercury News, Wilner Hotline, who covers the Pac-12, mentioned Missouri as a potential defection if you will, from the SEC to the Big Ten. And so if you're immediately saying, okay, if a team left the SEC, with whom would you replace them? And the question that I asked Michael Borky and I pose to you now, Brian Haydad, is would you trade Missouri going to the Big Ten for Oklahoma State in Stillwater straight up? I would. I would. I think it would be a better fit. 
especially with Oklahoma coming. Makes sense to keep them together. I'll be totally honest with you, and I think I've said it before here, when I went to Kansas State in 2018, that felt a ton more like an SEC town than than Columbia, Missouri. I, I thought that, like again, from a culture standpoint, I felt like I was in an SEC town while I was there. Now, obviously, Kansas State's not a, a brand that brings anything worthwhile to the SEC. I understand why you wouldn't go yeah. for them, but no. But yes, to answer your question, I would I would take Oklahoma State in a heartbeat over uh, Missouri. And Stillwater is. I don't know that it feels like an SEC town per se, but that's a passionate fan base. They've got a great football stadium, got a really good basketball arena. They've got a beautiful brand new baseball stadium. In terms of the three major sports that they fit, I don't know if it's a perfect marriage. Somebody sent us a message said, "Or would you go after Clemson or NC State or Miami, and, North and Carolina?" To, oh yeah, that that of all of those, I think the answer is North Carolina. But as you mentioned earlier. And friend of the program, Ross Dellinger, seems to think that Clemson and the ACC schools are a little bit stuck unless they can lawyer their way out of it, and I'm sure they're trying very hard. I would rather have North Carolina than Clemson. 100% agree. Love the idea. Love the idea of North Carolina and the SEC. I think it's cost prohibitive. And you, you can you are certainly welcome to trust Ross Dellinger and his reporting more than me just telling you that doesn't look great. But there is a real problem for sitting ACC teams not named Notre Dame leaving the ACC. Mike in Oxford names another ACC team. He says he'd take Louisville over Oklahoma State. I would not. Now, you're not big on Louisville. I, I, we talked about this a few weeks ago. It's, it just it feels so much different to me, Louisville, than... And, and, and I don't know if it's because of Louisville and the old Metro Conference days or the early Conference USA days or, or what. I mean, it's not... I mean, that's obviously a, a big-budget athletics department. But having been on that campus... Now, I've never been to a basketball game there. They've got the downtown arena, the Yum Center, which is, I've, everybody that's ever been there that I've talked to says it's just spectacular. But you're not adding an SEC, you're, you're not adding a team to the SEC because of basketball. You're not adding North Carolina because of basketball. Although it helps, but no. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, yeah the, the, that, that is a brand, that's a brand that you're adding. That is a national fan base that you're adding. Great town, too. I know this isn't really why they're thinking this, but just Chapel Hill's really nice. It's just really nice and clean, and everything's new. It's like they've rebuilt the entire town, but it still has that old charm. Stadium's beautiful. Like They've got it all there. And getting more Jordan brand into the SEC would not be a bad thing either. <laughs> no, probably and not. I mean... The markets. Yeah. You get a very high-populated state. The the whole Jordan brand being with only one school in a conference, that, that just got tested on two fronts. 
because yeah, Oklahoma is a Jordan Florida brand away. school to go along with Florida, and UCLA is now a Jordan brand school to go along with Michigan. Yeah. My my guess is they they get past that. Yeah, They're probably yeah. probably okay with all of it. Yeah. Mike says. I'd take Louisville over Oklahoma State. I'm just trying to reduce my travel miles. I drove 9,000 miles for baseball this season. I hear that. It's uh, time to start racking up the frequent flyers, Mike. It's time to start getting on the plane. Yeah. Uh, I am that can so... be a little cost prohibitive if you're going that much. Year one it would be, but year two, when the miles start piling up, you know, you maybe you can take care of yourself a little bit. I'm so unbelievably fascinated by this because... If the grant of rights thing is so restrictive that Clemson and North Carolina and Miami and Florida State can't get out of it until the end of their TV deal 14 years from now, they will be so far behind by that point. Because, I mean, the Pac-12 is not done. Oregon is leaving the Pac-12. It's going to happen. I would bet Washington is shortly to follow. Everybody in the Pac-12 is trying to leave right now. Everybody in the Big 12 is trying to leave right now. They can say they're happy about UCF and Houston. They're not. They're not. They're trying to get out. And these conferences are going to add. Or the two conferences are going to add. 14 years from now, how much richer will they be? How different will everything be? Will Florida State even be what they are now by then? You better hire Coach Prime if you want to keep your national prestige up because you're going to keep getting buried every single year. You're going to keep getting buried. You're going to take your shovel and you're going to dig a little bit further. Just a little bit further. You're going to keep digging and there's going to be nothing there except for a deeper hole that you've buried yourself in. Somebody says if the SEC wants to go to 20 teams and add four, I think you try to get Oklahoma State, Florida State, Louisville, and Clemson, or Notre Dame. The problem with adding UNC is that Duke most likely has to come with them. Duke is just another Vanderbilt. They only care about basketball. They don't have to come with them. Why? I don't don't think they have to be attached. I mean, if they still want to play each other home and away in basketball every year, they can do it every year. And their football game does not matter at all. They don't care. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. At least Duke cares about a money-making sport. They do. I was saying Vanderbilt doesn't. They said Duke's just like Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt doesn't care about a money-making sport. They care about football or basketball. Well, but I mean, the comparison there is that uh, I Duke get it. is a small, it. I'm just saying. small private university. Yeah. But much more of a national brand than Vanderbilt is because of basketball. Well, the, We've seen rivalries separate. Brand. A&M left the Big 12 away from Texas. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. But, Money matters. When you think about Duke, when you think about Duke, you think about success. When the average fan thinks about Vanderbilt, they think about failure. Yeah. Which schools would Greg Sankey? uh, I'm sorry. Which schools would not take Greg Sankey's call right now? Not one. None. Ohio Ohio State State would pick up the phone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Michigan would talk to Greg Sankey. They probably wouldn't jump, but they'd hear him. That out. would be the the greatest stab in the back ever if he pulled Ohio State and Michigan out of the Big Ten as UC, USC and UCLA were coming in. Three D yeah, chess. I, I think that's a bit of a, a stretch. I mean, you're you're talking about. Oh, you're you right. Know, it is, but it'd be that, funny. That's 
Alabama and LSU leaving the SEC to go to the Big Ten just because. Yeah. Don't know that there's any real reason to uh, do that. So I said the SEC is not going to add schools like Oklahoma State and Louisville. They don't bring new states to the TV footprint. If the SEC adds, they go up from South Carolina, North Carolina, and Virginia. So I don't disagree with that statement, but I think television footprint matters less today than it mattered 10 years ago. That's why Texas is coming. If television footprint mattered, they wouldn't have added Texas. We'll take a timeout. More coming up with you. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. This show was previously recorded. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialist at Car Care Clinic Chetlou. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventive maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday and military, seniors, and all first responders every Thursday. And they're your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro. An A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Breezy Oaks Ranch is Mississippi's source for local pasture-finished Wagyu beef and heritage pork. No antibiotics, no hormones. Breezy Oaks Ranch Wagyu beef and heritage pork is healthy and has incredible flavor in marbling. Call 601-908-9080 or breezyoaksranch.com. Pick up or delivery. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com. That's Barone'sTreePros.com. 
Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Hey, y'all, I'm Steve Azar inviting you to escape to Pearl River Resort where the fun is going nonstop. Go off the deep end at the South's most exciting water park, Geyser Falls. After the thrills, test your skills at the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. There's dining delight and love at first sight. And it's always no work and all play at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos. So come on, leave it all behind, and head to Pearl River Resort. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. Weeknights at 9, right here, Super Talk Mississippi. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. This show was previously recorded. This is a place for crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. One last time in this 4 o'clock hour, Ryan Brown from the next round of the next round live will join us to start the 5 o'clock hour. We'll talk with him about uh, some of the news of the day and some uh, some SEC football as well. we get to that coming up in just a bit. Remind you that uh, Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by M-Trade Park. Now, the, the, the spring and summer... Sports season at M Trade Park has uh, has kind of winded down a little bit. It's hot, got a lot of vacations that are going on, but just around the corner there will be a full full schedule of events that uh, that get started. You've got a small soccer tournament, a small baseball tournament, and a smallish fast pitch tournament that are all happening in the month of July. But once we get to August, baseball gets back started the weekend of August 5th, and it's baseball and soccer, then fast pitch and soccer, and on and on and on. And that's all coming up in the fall, starting the first weekend of August and going through the second weekend of November. So if you're a coach or you're a parent or you're involved in helping plan your son or daughter's schedule for the uh, for the fall for youth sports, Check out mtradepark.com. You can find the full schedule of events online and available there, again, at mtradepark.com. Colin Cowherd with a rare, and I like him, but the rare good college football take. You know, he's a Los Angeles guy, and people are wondering what value does UCLA bring the Big Ten if they're already bringing in USC and they don't draw well. And his response is, L.A. draws well. And so when Ohio State makes their road trip to the Rose Bowl to play UCLA, they're going to travel. Even if UCLA isn't the stadium-filling kind of team, Los Angeles is a stadium-filling kind of city, similar to Las Vegas. Why did the Raiders move to Las Vegas? There's Mm -hmm. no real fan base there. But Vegas is a draw, and people will want to go road trip, plane trip, to Vegas. 
I know some of our audience probably doesn't think this about L.A., but you can go have fun for four days in Los Angeles, do a lot of really fun and cool stuff and great weather. So the Wisconsin fan is going to get on an airplane once every six years when they go play UCLA and go visit Hollywood studios and hang out at the beach and then go watch their Badgers play in the Rose Bowl. I think that's interesting. It is. It is. I mean, I don't know what that does for the the rest of the Pac-12, other than it's a fun road trip for, I'm sorry, the the rest of the Big Ten. I mean, fun road trip, right? Looks good on TV. Great draw. It'd be cool if SEC teams were making a trip to the the Rose Bowl every year. I mean, you remember what LSU did, right? I mean, that was kind of a novelty thing, and they took 20,000, 30,000 fans to the Rose Bowl. Georgia took a, t- a huge crowd to playoffs, but so a huge crowd. Does that mean Ole Miss is playing a Big Ten team in non-conference in 2025? Is that Possibly. right? Home and away Possibly. with Southern Cal is now SEC Big Ten? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Porky, what was so so Cowherd? I had not seen that statement, and and I do think that makes a lot of sense. I thought his initial reaction—I think he had just gotten off a plane in Miami or something—and his initial reaction was pretty measured as well. And it was that there are a lot of winners in this. If you're a college football fan, just period, kind of fired up about seeing Southern Cal and Michigan. Southern Cal and Ohio State, wherever it is. And UCLA's sexy enough too, right? I mean they're not the yeah. same they're not the same level as USC, but UCLA's a it's a big brand. I've seen a lot of not a lot of people, but enough people say things like, Oh, college football is just getting ruined even more and I thought this is not the the inspiration to die on that hill. How often over the years, have we seen college football change conferences? How many new conferences have we seen? How many old conferences do we talk about? Yale used to win national championships. They don't anymore. <laughs> I mean, th- things have changed often in college football, and guess what? They still play the games, and you still love them. I, I mean, we heard the Remember same the hysteria around 2014. Yeah. Big East used to be a thing. The Metro Conference used to be huge yeah. here in, in this area of the country. Um, I mean, the Southwest Conference was one of the best conferences in college football for decades. Adapt or die. You know, the, this is all college football driven, right? We haven't talked about the fact that, so now UCLA and Rutgers are going to play women's basketball in Piscataway. Cross-country the, trip. The, the Big Ten Conference yeah. Golf Tournament. I mean, Pebble travel Beach. expenses have gone up, but I guess the uh, the revenue is going to offset that and then some. Sports Talk Mississippi, 5 o'clock hour. Ryan Brown will join us to start things when we come back with you on this Thursday afternoon. This show was previously recorded. You're listening to WFMN for a Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni Street Pros, online at 
is a Fox News alert. I'm Laura Cantor. At least six people are dead and dozens others injured following a mass shooting at a 4th of July parade in the Chicago suburb of Highland Park. The suspect is still on the loose. Authorities say they've recovered a high-powered rifle from a rooftop. We've been notified now that the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms is now taking a very close look at this gun. In fact, they are tracing what they call the life of the weapon. They want to find out who owned this first, if somebody subsequently owned this. Fox's Trace Gallagher. Prior to the shooting, over 50 people had been shot across Chicago over the holiday weekend. One of those uh, gunshot victims was a 10-year-old boy who was sitting in his room when bullets came ripping through the wall. And a Chicago police officer was shot on Friday. Fox's Mike Tobin in Chicago. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. It's Alyssa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Make sure you get your grill checked out to make sure there aren't any gas leaks before you use it. Jim Pollard with AMR suggests setting up your grill on a flat surface away from any dry leaves or shrubbery. Draw a circle about 10 feet in diameter around the grill and declare it a child-free and pet-free zone. Don't ever leave a grill unattended. Uh, Make certain uh, that you keep the grease uh, on the grill uh, wiped away. Uh, It can catch fire and uh, keep a fire extinguisher handy. And back in January, Southern Miss President Dr. Rodney Bennett announced he would be stepping down at the end of June 2023. Well, the IHL decided to shorten that timetable, announcing that Bennett's final day would be July 15th of this year. Replacing Bennett on an interim basis would be longtime USM Administrator Dr. Joseph Paul. The IHL gave no reason to what prompted the alteration of Bennett's timetable. Welcome to day four of Digging Safety Class. It says here we're talking post holes. Yes, before you dig one, call 811. For a post hole? See this picture? Your hair's standing on end, Bob. Cool, dude. Not so cool. I hit an electrical line. And I thought you were trying to be hip. Hello, Sam here from Mississippi 811. Calling 811 two working days before digging is the law, and it's always the right thing to do. Some things are hard to ignore, like a bad toupee. The Mississippi Lottery's Mega Millions jackpot is one of the good things you should not ignore. It's big. We're talking massive. It's just $2 per play, and for an extra buck, you can add the Mega Plier for a chance to make your non-jackpot winnings really soar. What are you waiting for? Somebody's going to win it? Be somebody. Get your Mega Millions tickets today. Then buy that guy a new rug. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 888-777-9696. 
list outranks the top states for a summer road trip, with some of the highest voted states sitting right next door to the Magnolia State. Lillian Wu explains. When it comes to road trips, some states are more visitor-friendly than others, according to WalletHub, which gauged 32 different metrics ranging from the average cost of gas to summer temperatures, attractions, and even car repair costs. The winner, New York State, high on the list for activities and safety, but 37th for costs. Second place goes to Minnesota, followed by Texas, Louisiana, and Maine. California has the most scenic byways and is tops in activities. It's in 30th place. At the bottom of the list, Delaware, Connecticut, and in last place, Rhode Island. And if you're looking to join in on the 4th of July festivities in Mississippi, numerous cities across the state have released fun events for all ages to join in on, with most being free to the public. To see the full list of activities near you, head on over to supertalk.fm. Listen to Super Talk. You hear our team working for you. Great information. Drilling down and getting to the core of the issues that impact you. They give you like the information you need to know. Super Talk, Mississippi. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. This show was previously recorded. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your all-access pass to all things sports in Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On the Super Talk app, your local Super Talk station, and at supertalk.fm. Five o'clock hour with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Coming to you, as always, from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Thanks for being with us on this Thursday afternoon, last day of the month of June. Time for us to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com. Go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. Ryan Brown joins us right now, our friend from one state to the east. He is co-host of The Next Round. You can find them online and about a million other places. You can watch them and listen to them. Do it at your convenience. Do it in real time, whatever you want to do. RB, what's up, man? It's been a while. How are you? I know, Richard. I'm good. You doing all right? Just fresh back from Omaha, trophy in hand. Everything good? <laughs> yeah, they have not allowed me to uh, hold the trophy. I did take a picture of it. Not, I didn't even put myself in it, which was probably a mistake, but I did take a picture of it in Mike Bianco's office before I visited with him yesterday. But, uh, yeah. What a fun experience. I actually am curious. So we know that college baseball is not as big a deal in the state of Alabama where you are as it is in Mississippi. But Auburn got there this year. They got to the College World Series. They've gotten there two out of the last three years. We've talked about growth of college baseball. Do you see college baseball growing where you are? Are people Is the interest level ticking up? Are people caring more than maybe they have in the past? 
I mean, people cared when Auburn made the postseason. There was very little, I think, buy-in during the season. I don't know what their average attendance was. I'm just judging on, you know, do people call our show? Do people want us talking about it? You know, do people demand we interviewed Butch Thompson? And the answer to all those is no until, you know, Auburn had won that regional and was going to Corvallis. And, and Alabama's just, you know, they've struggled to, to latch on. I, you know, I think Auburn getting better. I'm a believer that, you know, a rising tide lifts all ships. I think Alabama's, you know, I think Auburn made Alabama go out and do something like hire Nick Saban and then Nick Saban's success has made Auburn, you know, at least try to get better. So, I, you know, I, I think if Auburn continues to improve and continue, I mean, look, they've been to three of the last four college world series or two of the last three, excuse me, college world yeah. series, three out of four for regional. So, I think if they continue to do that, the pressure will be on Alabama to do whatever it takes to get better. So I think eventually it will get there. I don't know that it will ever be to the level of the state of Mississippi where, you know, you're winning it back-to-back years. I don't know that the state of Alabama is going to be there anytime soon. It's, uh, it is it is fascinating. The, the College World Series viewership numbers were up pretty significantly year oh, yeah. over year, and I think the most since 2018. It was a fun scene, you know, for and, and it was something that, you know, people in your state have experienced a lot, right, with with national championships, <laughs> primarily in football. Um, and, and that hasn't happened a lot. But to see it happen in two years, uh, in consecutive years in the state of Mississippi has certainly meant a lot where uh, where we are. So the news of the day is uh, is is pretty darn big, right, with, uh, with Southern Cal and UCLA announcing their intentions, or I guess not officially announcing, but it being reported that they are leaving the Pac-12, they're headed to the Big Ten. We, we try to make things as local as we can. Do you look at this and see that it means anything for the SEC? Well, I mean, I, I think you can't look at this and not think that we are – I think on a you know a trajectory towards probably four super conferences, and I think if you got four super conferences, that probably means the SEC is going to add some teams. So I think you know the trickle down effect. That this is part of the trickle down effect from the SEC adding Oklahoma and Texas, and then I, I think you know now that USC and UCLA are going to the Big Ten, I don't think Greg Sankey is just going to sit around and say, "No, we got enough. We got everybody we want." I think if he can find a part that he thinks makes the SEC that much better, why not take them, right? I mean, if it's Clemson and Florida State, if it's Duke and North Carolina, if it's, you know, maybe some of the Big 12 teams that they had, you know, Baylor and Oklahoma State, for instance, whoever it would be that they think can make them better, you know, why not keep adding? Because I think eventually you're going to do it anyway. I, that's my gut is that these uh, these uh, conference commissioners think eventually we're going to add teams anyway. Let's, let's get them while we got the pick of the litter, right? If you're the Big 10, let's go get USC and UCLA while they're still available and you know, if you're the SEC, who do you target next? Thinking, you know, we may end up with 20 teams, so let's let's add them while we've we can pick them, and we're not just stuck with them at the end. So there are a couple of things that you say that that, that stand out to me. One, four super conferences. Are there enough teams left that we can fill out four super conferences, and it makes sense? Well, I mean, you know, everybody's going to have their Vandy's and Dukes in Kansas, right? I mean, it's it's not going to be. You know, all Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, it's, it's not going to be that. So, I mean, yeah, you're going to have some bottom feeders, but I, I think you're going to have to have some balance and, you know, you're going to have to be able to build out schedules. There's going to have to be some attention, I think, paid to geography and region and things like that. I have always felt like we are moving towards, you know, 60 or 70 teams breaking away and doing their own thing. Uh, and, and the group of five teams basically left behind in their own division. So you might have division two, 
you know, FCS, the group of five, and then, you know, what we call the power five. I've always felt like they'll break away and do their own thing anyway. And in my opinion, we got to step closer to that today. So on that front, I mean, where we live, that's a conversation that, that heavily includes Southern Miss. Where, where you are, that's a conversation that includes UAB. It includes Troy. It includes yep. South Alabama. There's been pushback from, from schools like that. No, we, we don't want to be separate. We want to be a part of playing for it all, although the idea of playing for it all is kind of like a, a fairy tale anyway. I would argue that that could be a really good thing for those schools, and I think it would be consumer-friendly as well. I think people would watch and pay attention and be excited for a championship at that level. It wouldn't feel like Division One versus 1AA or FCS, FBS, yeah. maybe the way it does currently. Do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, you know, yeah, well, I mean, for instance, I'll, I'll use UAB since you brought them up. You know, they played BYU in the um, Walk-Ons Bowl this this past uh, December, and it was the biggest viewing audience. It was on main ABC, biggest viewing audience UAB's ever had. I mean, that's playing BYU in a, in a bowl game. I mean, would if you had that, and it was the biggest win for UAB ever, by the way, BYU was ranked 13. If you if that was part of a playoff, I mean, would you get those types of TV ratings, you know, for for that playoff? I, I personally think you would. I mean, people are watching bowl games. That was a meaningless bowl game to mm-hmm. somebody that's it, it meant something to UAB fans, BYU fans, people that had money on it, right? Right. So, you know, would it that be the same thing with a playoff? If if UAB and Southern Miss, you know, UAB from the American Southern Miss are playing in a playoff game, and it's not head to head with, you know, an FBS playoff game. I think people would watch it. I think those same amounts of people would watch it. I would argue that even more people would watch it because there's something that's at stake. I mean, it's not just, with no disrespect to the walk-ons bowl, it's not the walk-ons bowl. It's they're playing in a playoff setting for a a trophy. And I I think we see decent numbers for for uh, FCS playoff games when they're not head-to-head with with other stuff. So um, maybe there's something to that. Um, There was another piece of what you said a second ago that kind of popped out at me. The... I completely agree with you, and I think everybody does, that regionally and geographically, the idea of Clemson or Florida State or Miami or North Carolina or or whomever makes a lot of sense. But it feels like, if if I'm reading everything correctly, and I I think I am, the ACC has absolutely painted itself into a corner with the television contract that it signed and the grant of rights agreement, and unless they expand that conference and, and change the makeup of the conference... Those teams are stuck. I don't think they can get yeah. out for a Clemson or a Virginia to come join the SEC. Yeah, I mean, it's. You're, I think you're absolutely right about that. Um, and now that said, I mean, look what Oklahoma and Texas are going to have to pay, you know, in theory to join the SEC. So I guess money, you know, at some point solves all of this. Um, well, but, but they, they only had a finite amount of time. Now, it was longer. For when, when it was announced yeah. last year, there was, what, four years left and, and they're waiting it right. out. I, I don't think we're going to see Texas and Oklahoma before 2025 because the cost was so prohibitive. They're going to have an exit fee, but that grant of rights and the, the television revenue piece goes away. They're locked in for 14 more years in the ACC yeah. on those numbers. Yeah, yeah. that was one of those deals where you know it felt like you were doing that for comfort. Okay, well, we've got our partner now for 14 more years, and the schools didn't really think it through and think, you know, big picture, you know, what does this mean? If indeed we are shifting conferences now, no, you're absolutely right. It seems like they they took the comfort, they took the blanket, and then all of a sudden the SEC does their big deal, 
the Big Ten is about to do a massive deal. I mean, it's the whole thing behind this USC and UCLA thing. The Big Ten did not announce their their rights on Memorial Day like everybody thought they were going to. We see why now, because they've added the L.A. market. I mean, those numbers are about to go up. They're about to have a massive rights deal. Yeah. And I saw speculation that the SEC and the Big Ten are going to be $30 million per school above the next closest conference. Think about that. $30 million per school over the next closest conference. That's insane. Yeah, and I think I think what you said is important to remember there. Not thirty million, thirty million more than right. the next for closest school. school. So forty, fifty, yep. fifty-five million plus thirty more on top of that. The numbers are just absolutely insane yep. when we uh, when we look at them. Let's uh, let's pick this conversation up in just a second. We're going to take a quick timeout. Sports Talk Mississippi. Ryan Brown from the next round in Birmingham, based in Birmingham, but they're kind of everywhere. Uh, joining us, yeah. and we're uh, we're talking college football. We'll uh, we'll pull it back to the SEC and talk uh, about some on-field stuff when we come back with you. Sports Talk Mississippi. More coming up after this. This show was previously recorded. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. When unexpected injuries happen, Mississippi Sports Medicine's Urgent Ortho Care is prepared for casting and x-rays right on site. Faster than an ER visit, and physicians and practitioners are on site. We'll wrap up your injury fast and get you on your way. No referral needed. Open in Madison and Flowood, Monday through Friday, 8 to 7. Jackson, 8 to 5. Open Saturday in Madison, 8 to 2. Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent Ortho Care. It's a wrap. If you worked at the same company for multiple years, always on time, doing what's expected of you, and you were told when you were hired you'd have a chance to move up the ladder, but it never happened, Ace Bolts and Screw Company is growing and looking for you. Locally owned and operated since 1969, we are looking to expand our inside sales department and looking for full-time employees offering competitive pay, benefits, PTO, 401k, and much, much more. Email your resume today to hr at acebolt.net. That's hr at acebolt.net. Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden to ask you, why do we garden anyway? Are you looking for a beautiful retreat where you can get away from it all? Seeking to reduce stress? To have a home you can really enjoy and invite friends over? Lakeland Yard and Garden is ready to help with your garden paradise. In addition to being a complete nursery, greenhouse, and garden shop, Lakeland offers patio furnishings, including couches, chairs, tables, and much more. Let the professionals at Mississippi's largest garden center help you get away from it all right there in your own backyard. Why do we garden? Because we love it. We love the outdoors, and yes, we do want to get away from it all sometimes. Lakeland Yard and Garden is celebrating 43 years of serving all your garden needs. We're growing your way at Lakeland Yard and Garden. Lakeland Drive at Airport Road. Fresco 
Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Brisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. 5X480, Dayton B100 V-Belt, one of the many parts Granger carries. It's also the item that helped Rob carry the day. The job was on hold, deadline fast approaching. But a quick search on Granger.com and Rob found his part. On the same day pickup at his local branch, he and his crew got the job done safely and on time. Get supplies and solutions for every industry with real-time product availability. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded. If it's happening in Mississippi sports, you'll hear about it first, right here. Sports Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, visiting with our buddy Ryan Brown from the next round, talking college football. We'll pull it in from the national landscape to the uh, to the SEC as we get closer. Only a few weeks away now from uh, SEC media days, and that's when the countdown really begins to the uh, to the start of the season. Outside of Nick Saban's and Jimbo Fisher's kind of back and forth a few weeks ago, kind of feels like it's been a fairly quiet off season for Alabama. Now I know they've added some pieces and they've cherry picked in the transfer portal, but in terms of just stuff. Has it been particularly low-key, or is it just because I don't live where no. you do? No, I think you're right. I mean, there really hasn't been that much news coming out. They didn't change coordinators. You know, Pete Golding is back as defensive coordinator. Bill O'Brien back for another lap as the offensive coordinator. There wasn't a ton of, uh, you know, coaching turnover. You don't have a quarterback battle. You know, it's obviously Bryce Young's job. Like you said, you know, the addition of Jameer Gibbs and Eli Ricks and Jermaine Burton and a you know, a couple of other guys out of the transfer portal were, were about the only news. I mean, it has it has been very, very quiet. I mean, really, Auburn kind of dominated the offseason news when they tried to fire Brian Arson. Uh, yeah. and, and other than, as you said, the dust-up with Jimbo Fisher, it, is, it has been pretty quiet in this state. No big secret here that Nick Saban recruits at a pretty high level. Uh, and more times than not, if he sets his sight on a target, they go and get that target. That did not happen with uh, with Arch Manning, what was the reaction? Was there was there even any surprise at the end that it was Texas or Georgia and not Alabama? Or when Alabama got the commitment at quarterback a few weeks ago, they, everybody kind of understood what had happened. Yeah, that's it. I think you know Alabama fans realized when they took the commitment of Eli Holstein that it was over. And um, you know now you've got the Alabama fans, and they may be right about this. I'm not saying they're wrong. That are like, I think he's better than Arch Manning. Um, you know, that's the guy we wanted anyway. But hey, you know, they could be right. I'm not saying they're wrong. Eli Holstein could set the world on fire. I mean, Nick Saban doesn't generally miss at quarterback, you know? So, um, I think they're very happy with him. It's actually a very good quarterback room behind Bryce Young. Um, you know, they got a kid named Ty Simpson out of uh, Tennessee that is really, really good. People think a lot of him. Um, you know, the backup is is really good um i i think the depth of the quarterback room in alabama is probably about as good as it has been recently and then you add holstein to the mix yeah i think once he recruit once he once he committed 
I think Alabama fans knew it was over then. I think in their heart of hearts, they were just pulling against Georgia at that point. Let him go to Texas. Yeah. That's fine. You'll eventually have to face him, but don't let him go to Georgia. You, you mentioned Ty Simpson's name. I've heard some people really, really high on him. But maybe the larger question here is, or it's an observation, I guess, how dramatically the quarterback position for Nick Saban at Alabama has changed in eight years? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean yeah. It, it, it's, it's gone it's, from, like, yeah. go be the game manager and don't mess it up. And I know sometimes that's a derogatory term, but you're going to run it more than you throw it. We're going to get some play action stuff, too. That is a dynamic position that has led directly to wins for Alabama because of who they've had playing that spot. So, Nick, uh, or so, Lane Kiffin's first year as offensive coordinator, the quarterback was Blake Sims, a name yeah. I don't suspect a whole lot of people in Mississippi, you know, remember. Converted but running Blake back. Blake Sims is a com- converted running back to quarterback. You're right. And um, at the end of that season, you know, Alabama went to the playoffs, lost to Ohio State in the Sugar Bowl, and Ohio State went on to uh, to win the national championship. But at the end of that season, Blake Sims was Alabama's all-time season leading, uh, all-time passer, single season. So that shows you how dramatically it has changed because since then, the the quarterback position has gone off the charts. And it really started with Tua Tungvaloa. I mean, that's where it accelerated. Yeah. Once you had Tua Tungvaloa, and I think Mac Jones' performance surprised everybody how good he was. And then Bryce Young is Alabama's first quarterback to ever win a Heisman. So he's taken it even to the next level. When you look at the state of Mississippi, and you, you see that Mississippi State team with Mike Leach and Will Rogers returning and a bunch of pieces back on offense. They, they, they've got to prove some things to me on the offensive line for me to believe that they take the next step, whatever that next step is. And you look at Ole Miss with you know a new quarterback, whether it's Altmaier or, or Jackson Dart. What's your take from one state over, from three hours to the east? So I, you know, I trust Lane Kiffin implicitly with quarterbacks. I think he's an excellent quarterback coach. He's going to get the most out of his quarterback and out of his offense. That said, I just assumed it was Jackson Dart's job. And it has blown me away to see from the state of Mississippi that no, 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 Luke Altmaier is right in this thing. I mean, this, you know, is going to go to fall camp. Um, and, and part of that too, Richard, and you, you saw more Altmaier than I did, but the two main times I saw Altmaier play were, when Corral went out injured against Auburn and Altmaier came in, it wasn't great. And then in the Sugar Bowl, when Altmaier came in in the offense, you know, they didn't do a ton the rest of that game. Now it was a good Baylor defense, obviously. Yeah. Um, but so, so, you know, I just assumed you go get Jackson Dart for a reason, right? Um, when it comes to state, and I'm not going to remember every game, but there's a middle part of that schedule that I think includes, uh, Georgia, Alabama, Texas A&M, Auburn, and maybe Tennessee. Am I right about that? There's like, or no, Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah, the, the order of what you're talking about, it's it's games five, six, seven, and eight. A and M, Arkansas, at Kentucky, Alabama, and then they have an open date before okay. they play Auburn and Georgia. Okay, Auburn and Georgia. Say they That's a brutal stretch. I mean, yeah. what, what's the? You know, I don't even know what the easiest. I guess Auburn maybe is the easiest game in there. Probably um, so. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the team state beat last year, obviously. But Kentucky, I think, is going to be really good. People think a lot of Will Levis. So I I, I like Leach. I like what Rodgers did last year. I think Rodgers will probably lead the league statistically in passing. But when I look at that stretch of schedule, I look at, you know, if you let Alabama and Georgia play that section of schedule, it would be tough for them to go undefeated. So, you know, I look at that schedule, and it is not favorable right there in the middle for state to have any sort of, like, 10-win season or anything like that. 
I don't know what your relationship is with Nick Saban. I don't get the impression that anybody gets really close to him. I, I know you have a, a cordial relationship with him. Mm-hmm. But based on observing him in his time as the head coach at Alabama, if on October 8th he has the opportunity to absolutely demoralize and humiliate Jimbo, will he do it? Because... I've seen Nick Saban take his foot off the gas a lot yep. through the years when it felt like they could win by 40 if they wanted to, but 27 was fine. Yeah. I would say it would be against his nature. I mean, to answer your question, we've got actually got a really good relationship with him. He very much likes my co-host Jim Dunaway. They've done a lot of work together. Um, he comes on our show, you know, frequently. Uh, frequently is an overstatement, you know, four or five times a year as much as he does anybody's show. Yeah. Um, but that aside, um, that is against, that's really out of character for him. I mean, I've watched him this whole time at Alabama and I can't really think of a time where I thought, boy, he is proving a point here. He's running the score up to prove a point. I, um, I could argue 2016 and 2017 against Ole Miss might have been prove a point games following yeah, the wins in 14 and 15. Or you think they were yeah, just that much better so. and they couldn't help but themselves but to score? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've got to be honest with you. You're 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 pushing me to remember the exact details of that game. The one I was going to point out um, that I always thought was interesting. This was very early in his tenure. Was the national championship game against Texas, Alabama's first national championship under Saban. They were late in the game, and Muschamp, if you'll remember, one of Saban's guys was the defensive coordinator, and they punched one in at the end. It could have easily been a run out the clock situation, and it felt like there was a message there. Um, but then from that point on. I really, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe there was some payback in, against Ole Miss. I don't know. But, but I, I just don't, I don't remember a time where I've thought, boy, and I'll give you a great example. Uh, Gene Chiswick's last game at Auburn, Richard, that was 42 to nothing at halftime. And that game ended 49 nothing. I mean, Alabama could have scored 200 if they wanted to in that game. And that's your in-state rival. Um, and he 100% lifted in that one and, um, and, and, and called off the dogs. So, I don't know. I, I would say it's outside of his nature. If ever he were going to, though, October 8th might be the time he would flush that uh, that strategy and just go ahead and score all you can. So Ole Miss in 2014 won 23-17 in Oxford, and then you yep. have the crazy game in Tuscaloosa the next year yep. where they won 43-37. The yep. 2016 game was a shootout in Oxford. It was 48-43. It was the next two years, yeah, that was 17 and 18, 66-3 and 62-7. Okay, maybe so. Maybe so. You uh, you could be right. Uh, I'd forgotten those scores were that lopsided. That 2016 game was wild, if you remember. What was it like? 24 to three. Um, Jalen Hurts making his first kind of hostile road start yeah. and was shaken. And then Alabama jumped way out in the lead. And then you know Ole Miss just kept kept coming back, kept coming back. That was a wild game. I'd forgotten those those two games got that out of hand. So maybe there was a message in those two. Yeah, and that's when it kind of. That's when it kind of started going downhill for Ole Miss because they had lost the Florida State yeah. game heartbreaker early that they had the big lead in and then had the lead against yep. Alabama and yep. that season kind of went downhill from there. So yeah. uh, it was the end of a lot of things that year in uh, in Oxford. Ryan, thanks so much <laughs> for your time. Always good to visit. Look forward to seeing you here in a few weeks. You bet, Richard. Thanks a lot, man. Always great talking with you. Ryan Brown from the next round joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. We've got more coming up with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, on this Thursday.
This show was previously recorded. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. For your Independence Day, 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. For your fireworks tonight, partly cloudy, low around 75. Your Tuesday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. And a look to Wednesday, a 20% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 94. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black label bridge builders. Does your driveway need a little spring because your tired vehicle has sprained its sprung? Well, then you need to bring your brung to Pinnacle Motors. Steve Owen and the friendly staff at Pinnacle Motors can up your game and get your ride back to where it should be. If they don't have it, they'll work for you in finding the best pre-owned car, truck, and SUV that's been inspected and has a warranty. They're also still buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicle Affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. The only way to protect you and your family from the current wave of gun violence is for you to be mentally and physically prepared to confront it. The only way to do that is proper instruction, training, and practice with a professional firearms instructor. Boondocks FTA is the place to learn or become more efficient in your firearm skills. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and visit us at boondocksfta.com. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Make sure you get your grill checked out to make sure there aren't any gas leaks before you use it. Jim Pollard with AMR suggests setting up your grill on a flat surface away from any dry leaves or shrubbery. Draw a circle about 10 feet in diameter around the grill and declare it a child-free and pet-free zone. Don't ever leave a grill unattended. Uh, make certain uh, that you keep the grease uh, on the grill uh, wiped away. Uh, it can catch fire and uh, keep a fire extinguisher handy. And back in January, Southern Miss President Dr. Rodney Bennett announced he would be stepping down at the end of June 2023. Well, the IHL decided to shorten that timetable, announcing that Bennett's final day would be July 15th of this year. Replacing Bennett on an interim basis would be longtime USM Administrator Dr. Joseph Paul. The IHL gave no reason to what prompted the alteration of Bennett's timetable. 
Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Touchdown! Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan. Be a player. Be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans. We're here to play. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. We've got the hottest talk all summer long. Super Talk Mississippi. Live, live and on demand with the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. This show was previously recorded. Sports Talk Mississippi on the Super Talk app, your local Super Talk station, and at supertalk.fm. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. You can join us on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Something that we are excited to tell you about. We're happy to say that we will air the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon two weeks from tomorrow on July 14th right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Every year, these are uh, there are children across Mississippi that need a loving home, and many times these children are caught in unimaginably difficult circumstances, and that's why we need your help. You learn, you, you will, you will, we will learn something like that. How Palmer Home for Children serves vulnerable children. It's a faith-based organization that doesn't take any government money, so we need your help. We want you to listen in and join us for the tenth annual. Palmer Home for Children Radiothon, July 14th, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Most important day of the year for us at Super Talk Mississippi. Can't wait. It'll be my first trip up there. I've not made the trip to the Palmer Home. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been a little different the last couple of years with the uh, state of the world in which we have lived and it will be so nice. To be there and on site and uh, and ready to go. So it's going to be a uh, so it's always a great day, a lot of fun, and uh, we hope you will join us. We hope that you will uh, begin to think about that right now, right? I mean, it, it's one thing for us to ask you on July 14th, hey, will you will you make a contribution? Will you consider supporting the work that happens at Palmer Home? And that's why we want to let you know a couple of weeks in advance, so maybe you can do a little bit of planning, uh, maybe a little bit of saving, and uh, and can contribute to the efforts. 
that are happening there. We certainly look forward to being there on July 14th with you. Somebody uh, sends us a message. How ironic. I just sent that text about Palmer Home. Yeah, yeah, great timing. You uh, said you liked the promos that were going. It certainly is a great cause. Uh, here's another message. Richard Nick Saban has not tried to take his foot off the pedal against Mississippi State. In 2018 in Tuscaloosa, with less than a minute left in the game, up 24 nothing, he went for it on fourth and goal and got stuffed by Mississippi State. Game in 2019, they were up 20-plus before the half and wanted to have a two-minute drive to try and score with Tua, and he got hurt. But those are... 24 to nothing, those, that's not a blowout situation. And and going for it on fourth and goal late, it's more of you don't want to kick a field goal and you can't punt and whatever. Uh, but I get what you're saying. I don't think he, like, tells his team to lie down. They just get really... That's the contra- thing you said. It's, it's before the half. Like, the game, yeah. you know, things happen. You gotta, you gotta get points on the board. Hey, while we're uh, while we're at it, <laughs> what do you? I say? do want to say. Go, go, go! Make make the reads, and I want to say something. College football fix is driven by Ford, and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com. Find out why the best selling trucks are built Ford Tough. 2022 F-150. There are a few more of them that are starting to pop up on the lots. If I had the wheel of one today, I promise you will fall in love. 45 years is the best-selling truck in America. Drive one today at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. You were saying? Saban wasn't running the score up on those Ole Miss teams. They were just so, so bad defensively, they couldn't stop anybody. Yeah, and I alluded to that when we were talking with Ryan. I was like, (laughs) it's possible there was a little of both, but... That's the McGriff years, man. Come on. Oy. We talked earlier this week with uh, with Barrett Salee from CBS Sports. Good conversation with him. If you missed that or miss any conversations, you can always go back and get them online on demand at supertalk.fm. And we would encourage you to uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcast to the Sports Talk Mississippi podcast. When you subscribe to it, it'll just automatically load on your phone. You don't have to look for it. You can put that in your podcast rotation, and uh, we would appreciate you doing that. Subscribe and like the Sports Talk Mississippi podcast. So Barrett put out a, um, a story earlier this week on CBSSports.com ranking the difficulty of the SEC schedules. You guys want to start at the easiest or the hardest? Start with the easiest because uh, everybody should know the answer for what that is. The Rebels' Power 5 opponent is lowly Georgia Tech in Week 3. They get Alabama and rival Mississippi State in the always crazy Egg Bowl at home. And the permanent cross-division rivalry with Vanderbilt always helps their strength of schedule. Or maybe hurts of it. Maybe it just helps their record is the idea. Uh, If there is a problem with this slate, it's that Coach Kiffin's crew won't get a bye week until November 5th. Happy birthday to me. The latest bye week date in the conference. However, that means they'll have two weeks to prepare for the showdown with the Crimson Tide, which is never a bad thing. Ole Miss with the easiest schedule in the SEC. So I don't think this team is winning 10 games this year. Spoiler alert, losing Matt Corral will be significant. He wasn't just a really good quarterback, he was a culture setter. Chance Campbell, other guys gone as well. 
but like, like I saw a win total over under at six and a half, and I, I think that has since changed. But when I saw it, I thought, put a lot of money on Ole Miss. That schedule sets up so well for them for so many different reasons. They might hit six and, over six and a half in week seven. Seriously. Uh, I mean, the, the, the most difficult game in the first seven weeks of the season is Kentucky, who will be good, but you get them at home. Right. You're breaking in a new quarterback. He gets multiple easy games to acclimate and all that before Kentucky comes to town. You're breaking in a new defensive coordinator. Again, multiple games to figure things out and acclimate and all that going into it. All of these transfers, this Portal King era, you, you, it's not like you're hosting Kentucky in week one or you're playing Baylor in Atlanta, which was scheduled for the COVID year in week one. It's Troy. It's Central Arkansas. It's Tulsa. It's Georgia Tech, who at this point kind of belongs in that category. So they can ease their way into this before things get difficult. It's a schedule that is conducive to winning eight-plus games just because of who's on it. On top of the fact that you have a a pretty talented roster. They have turned the roster over, replacing talent with paper talent. So Ole Miss, easiest schedule in the SEC, then Missouri, then Kentucky. Rivalry game versus Louisville's at home. Only tricky out-of-conference game is... um, Says the wild. Uh, it, that's the only tricky out of conference game on the docket for the Wildcats. Georgia at eleven. They got to get past Oregon early. A little surprised that that it. doesn't boost the strength of schedule a little bit beyond eleven, but it's where you are. South Carolina at number ten. Alabama at number nine. Their game at Texas in week two is going to be a bit trickier than some imagine. Real quick, Maybe. though, with Georgia. Georgia plays in the East, and their two West teams are the teams that will be likely 6-7 in the media day polls. So, Tell them about Auburn and Mississippi State? Yeah. Mississippi State's going to be picked sixth, aren't they? They're going to be picked ahead of Auburn, right? Well, maybe. They weren't in that AL.com poll. I guess we'll talk more about that tomorrow, but <laughs> they uh, I, I could see them being picked last. Not entirely sure what I won't people be, are looking. They won't be on my my ballot though. No, not yours either. I would imagine. No, they're not. Texas A and M at eight. Appalachian State in week two. Home game against Miami in week three. They're losing that game. Neutral side against Arkansas. They're losing that game. Ooh, really? Okay. You, you and Ryan talked about it. After that video came out today, by the way, if you guys have not seen it, a video came out today of a Texas A&M assistant talking to recruits. By the way, this part of it is still illegal. In the stadium on a recruiting visit, pointing to the suites and saying the people that occupy those suites are going to start paying you a lot of money when you come here. Whoops. Can't do that. Also makes Ross and Jimbo look like fools. But more importantly, can't do that. Nick is going to win that game by five touchdowns. And other news, water is wet, right? Yeah. Florida with the seventh most difficult schedule, so kind of middle of the pack. And that includes a, a Utah, a Utah team game, man. That's a loss. Loss. LSU at six. 
They open with Florida State and New Orleans. Road games against Auburn, Florida, Texas A&M, and Arkansas. They get Tennessee at home as part of their rotating opponent. They also get UAB. By the way, we haven't haven't talked about the news out of UAB earlier this week. Bill Clark stepping down with chronic back pain issues. He has weathered a bunch of storms at UAB and has done more than just make that program respectable. He has done a phenomenal job. We'll finish this list up when we come back. Five, four, three, two, and one. You're going to uh, hear what they say about Mississippi. Excuse me, about Mississippi State, who this poll says or this list says has the fifth most difficult schedule in the SEC. We'll look at why coming up right after this on Sports Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialists at Car Care Clinic Jet Lube. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventative maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and offers responders every Thursday and is your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro, an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic, we want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. Summer is in full swing and the deals are heating up at Lowe's. 
Find 4th of July savings to keep your yard looking healthy the whole season. Protect your soil from the heat with a bag of Scott's Naturescapes mulch, now three for $10. And celebrate the 4th with our select two-and-a-half-quart red, white, and blue annuals, two for $10. Find more savings this 4th of July at Lowe's. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. Valid 623 through 76. While supplies last, annuals offer in-store only. Actual plant size and selection varies by location. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded. The best. Best. Sports talk in the state. It's the best thing. Say that again. We the best on three. One, two, three. We the best. Sports talk, Mississippi. Super talk, Mississippi. This is your last day, and it may be too late, but you never know when a spot might open up. If you're looking for a spot in the Cotton State's July Summer League, you might want to reach out to them. CottonStatesLeague.com is their website, or you can give them a call at 662-539-2440. They're celebrating their 14th season. Great players, great coaches, great facilities, all wrapped in a very competitive league that will help you further your baseball career. High school and junior high players, uh, again, CottonStatesLeague.com. You've got the Cotton States July League, but you've also got the Fall League. So if you're looking for a fall baseball home, certainly not too late to register there. Last year it featured 26 teams showcasing some of the top talent in the state. Games are scheduled to begin on July 5th. Again, try them online at CottonStatesLeague.com. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. So we were looking at the uh, the strength of schedule rankings from Barrett Lee at uh, CBSSports.com. We made it through number six. So let's look at five, four, three, two, and one. Number five on the list, Mississippi State. Barrett writes, Coach Mike Leach's squad will host Memphis in week one, travel to Arizona the following Saturday. A game against lowly Arizona might not seem like much, but that's a pretty sketchy one-two punch right out of the gate. The Bulldogs draw Georgia as their rotating SEC East opponent and have to travel to Alabama in Week 8 prior to their uh, prior to their only bye week of the season. Leach's air raid offense has the potential to spring numerous upsets, and there will be plenty of opportunities to do so in 2022. Hmm. Fair. Sketchy is a good word for Memphis and at Arizona. I like that. 
a little bit of a, a sketchy start to the year. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, I mean, those two teams, you don't know really what you're going to get. Yeah. State, I mean, and they're all in the top five here. State, Tennessee, Auburn, the three teams that have to play Alabama and Georgia this year. Number four on the list is Tennessee. Josh Heupel has one of the most dominant, uh, dynamic offenses in the country. He's going to need it often with the way the schedule is laid out. Defending ACC champ Pittsburgh in week two. Rotating game in Death Valley against LSU. They got to go to Georgia in November and have road games in three of their final four contests of the year. They will be a trendy pick to threaten Georgia in the East, but it won't be easy based on the slate of games they've got. Number three on the list is Arkansas. And honestly, I'm not so sure that this isn't a little low. They have Cincinnati and BYU in the non-conference. They got to go to BYU on October fifteenth. They get A and M in a neutral site. They got Alabama, LSU, and Ole Miss coming to Fayetteville this year, which is a great home schedule. But it also sets the possibility for some losses in your home ballpark. Carolina, Carolina, Missouri in the East is what really saves them, buddy. The win over Cincinnati is going to be so overhyped when it happens. I agree. I agree with that. Poor Vanderbilt, second most difficult schedule in the SEC. Alabama from the West in addition to Ole Miss. Wake Forest, Hawaii, Northern Illinois, who won the uh, the MAC last year. Ugh. Wake Forest with basically everybody back. Want a hot take? Maybe not that hot. One and eleven. One and eleven. They'll win their FCS game. Most Which they didn't last year, but they'll win it this year. Most difficult schedule this year in the SEC. Not sure it's what Brian Harson needed, but it's what he's got. Who? <laughs> Reigning national champ Georgia. National runner-up Alabama. Those um, they get those two. Penn State in week three. I'm gonna be honest. I think they kind of skipped over that second game of the year, which should be on here. They got San Jose State coming to the Plains the week before they play Penn State. San Jose State's a pretty decent football team. It's been a pretty decent program. Now, should Auburn win that game? Of course they should. They also shouldn't have needed a miracle against Georgia State at the end last year to avoid losing that one. Like I said a second ago, Auburn, Tennessee, State play Alabama, Georgia. The difference is State plays Arizona. Tennessee has Pittsburgh without Kenny Pickett. Auburn has Penn State. That's a that's a huge difference. That's probably why they're number one more than anything else. Or you ready to go hot take Auburn. Interesting. Or are you ready to go hot take Auburn beating Penn State in week three on the planes? Oh, I've already been there. It's going to happen. Have you Again, have you watched Sean Clifford play quarterback? I've watched Zach Calzada and TJ Finley play quarterback. I would That's take both of them over Sean Clifford a hundred oh. times out of a hundred. Absolutely, I would. I always, I always say that Auburn's a four-loss team. This year I say Auburn is a four-win team. Ooh, a four-win team. You got Auburn going four and eight. Put it on the board. Wow. 
Thanks for being with us. We will wrap up the week tomorrow with you. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad in the Pearl River Resort Studio, I'm Richard Cross. Have a great night. This show was previously recorded. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWGEmployerServices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.